0: you're listening to the heat ratio podcast brought to you by the heat ratio sports network this show brings the temperature of sports to a whole new level whether it's a local opinion or a national agenda everything is fair game remember everyone has an opinion but only few can back it up. now sit back crank up the volume and if you think you can handle
1: it get ready for the heat
2: everybody heat ratio episode 139 fresh off tons of news in the philadelphia Sports area. Uh, we don't really have to preview the show. We're going to get into a bunch of Eagles talk, obviously. Uh, we're going to get into the Jalen Hurts effect. You see the title, yeah, the truth hurts. I get it. You know, I'm sure we're going to have some arguments, this and that, been having them all week, which is great. Uh, talk about the future, which is scary of the Philadelphia Eagles. Talk about Darius Slay. You know, there's some some interesting opinions about Darius Slay. Uh, talk about how this team. Goes forward from here. Is this the right move? And then we're gonna little just a little Sixers talk. We talk about. <laughs> I guess yeah, my boy Vic, who I've been battling with all week, all week. Right away, for, for, Wentz is still the franchise quarterback. Checking in, all right, Vic. Listen, Vic. I will say one thing, Vic. I I don't disagree with you. Okay, again, and and I think. Every single one of these four guys will have my back when I've consistently said on this show that I never said I was done with Carson Wentz. I specifically said last week, I think you need to take a seat. I think you need to take a break. Get it, Maybe it was mental. It's the only way. And I actually think that Carson Wentz should be starting this week, okay, because I think that's the only way uh, that you can get into this the situation that you're not in right now, and that is – Listen, he took a seat. Bring him back in. See what he's got, right? And then if he if he definitely doesn't have it, well then you know you just start jailing for the rest of the year. But listen, man, uh, yeah. <laughs> Look, what am a hater? I uh, watch well, how they switch sides. That's the problem, Philadelphia fan base, and that's what I will say. Okay, before I go, I'm going to go to you, Coach Dave, in a minute because I'm going to let you start this off. But here's the thing: if if, if you want to love Carson. That's great. That's fine. I love Carson too. No problem with Carson as a person. Okay, but here's the thing: don't sit for a day and bitch and complain about why Carson's been done wrong and why the franchise has done wrong and why he's hurting. And oh, let me rock him like a freaking baby. And then the next day. You say, yeah, you know what? Jalen does deserve to start. That's the good move. Are you kidding me? dude? do me a favor. Everybody like here's the problem. I know people unfollow me because they don't like what I say. I don't care. That's a problem. I don't do things to get likes. I don't do things to get followers. What I do is I give you my opinion and it doesn't waiver and people like al what's up Al? second in. people know that who followed me for the last five years okay so i will say that they are the kind of people that piss me off but i will say again this is philadelphia okay and we are the most critical fan base in america one thing i will say i want to win i think every single one of us want to win so i don't care if it's jalen hurts i don't care if it's carson wentz i don't care who it is? I just want to win. And when do we become so soft as a fan base? Did we sell our souls that much for a Super Bowl? Did we really? Because at the end of the day, it seems like we're not allowed to be critical of anybody. People were so busy backing up Carson. Uh, excuse me, backing up Carson Wentz. That at the end of the day. They, they didn't even care what was going on. They were so busy backing up Carson Wentz. Listen, I, I like the guy, too. Robert checks in. No one switching sides. Clark's a great guy. On the other hand, he can't get out of his own head, and mobility has drastically decreased. This is a problem. Let's be real. The truth hurts is what I'm saying, and this is a mess, and I hate it, and I hope that we don't have to continually talk about it, but we're going to have to because it's not getting any better. Coach Dave, please, help me out here brother what do you got to say about this mess and this debacle that we're living in right now
3: so uh it's good to see you guys john and mike i hope you don't want to talk much because i have so much to say <laughs> about this entire situation you go right um, ahead
0: go go go
3: <clears throat> i know where i left off before with you and telling you that the franchise is in bad shape right um and they are. And I, I discussed on air, you know this, guys, that I discussed, Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman at the top of the heap being the real reason why our franchise is a problem. Um, and to get the Carson Wentz. And and I just had this discussion earlier today. Um, let's let's play a game and, and say that Carson Wentz is let's not use his name and say it's player X. OK. And player X is our starting quarterback of whatever franchise it is. And and you just paid him last year. um, You increased his salary to what it is, one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. And that following year, the first draft after that payment, the second round, you draft a quarterback. Okay? Okay. Is that a question mark for anybody? And if so, like it is for me, I'm wondering why we did that and not getting this guy more weapons. So my my point to, and I can continue on that. My point to this is, is people are getting wrapped up with the name Carson Wentz. And for me personally, I don't care who is the quarterback in this scenario. I honestly don't. What I think the 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 organization did was a complete mess up on this whole thing. And Carson, and I said this out loud, and I have no problem saying it again, he's terrible right now. He is absolutely terrible right now. Okay, now let's go to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, second-round draft pick of this team, is getting an opportunity to start against one of the toughest defenses in the NFC. Why, on God's green earth, would you put this kid in to start this game if, and here's my conspiracy theory and uh, assessment of this whole thing is that Doug Peterson is given a giant FU to leadership and said, you want him to start? Here you go. I'm going to start him. So now, as a coach, your job as a coach is to put players in positions to be successful. You mean to tell me that Doug Peterson is putting the, the team's best foot forward? By starting Jalen Hurts this game against this defense, why not put him in in the second half? Why not put him in in the third series? Why not anything but start him against this team? I just, it's such dysfunction. I don't understand it. And, and it is it's very irritating as an Eagles fan, as a football fan of our team. And it goes, guys, if people don't see how many levels this is screwed up, and and get Carson Wentz's name out of their head it's really has so much more to do than Carson Wentz and i could tony i could go on for more but i'm i'm dying to hear what you think about my comments and Johns and Mike's as well
2: yeah, listen. I'm gonna go right to John. I'm gonna say to I'm gonna say Goose for later because I know he's fired up. So John, as an I always say, as an outsider, I know you're still an Eagle fan, but you know I, I always say that because listen, I mean, you know, I, I know you're an Eagle fan, but at the same time, you're you're a PA fan. So, but what do you see here, man? What, what, you know, we've been talking about this for weeks, and was this the right move? And what do you see going ahead? I
1: mean, yeah, it's happened in the NFL for decades. All right, there's a quarterback that doesn't perform, gets pulled at halftime. Guy comes in, maybe sh- shows the team a spark. Who do you start next week? Well, it's one thing if it's a small slump. This is a large slump. So, I mean, look, you got to w- go is to win ball games, but there is a lot of politics involved here. All right, the marriage between um, Wentz and Peterson is over. I mean, it's one or the other. I don't think they can coexist. All right. So now it's, okay, what sides are we going with? You know, who wants Hurts in there? Who wants Wentz in there? Um, Look, you know, Dave was about the time. Why now? And it gives you the best chance to win. See what the kid got. Um, You know what I mean? Give him a week to prepare for a game as opposed to, Taking him whatever half snaps he did the week before and coming in at halftime when you're already in, I don't want to say like a huge hole, but the team hasn't been performing. The, what, what this team is missing and the difference between this team and the Super Bowl, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, but it's very simple. Swag. The team has no swag, all right? It, it, there, there, there's the physical, there's the execution, there's the game planning that goes into play calling, but there's a mental aspect of it. And this team is not in the right mental state. Pick who it is. I'll use like almost a a quote from the Replacements movie. All right. You're in quicksand. And the harder you fight, the deeper you you sink. All right. And I feel that's the (laughs) state of this team. And they need something to change. A big part of it to change for them to turn it around. But Dave is right long term. That Wentz contract. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get into what you do long term, but that's a whole nother question. But I'll, I'm fine with them starting him against uh, against the Saints this week, even if they lose and he puts up a half decent game. I mean, you want to see something. Right? That's that's the bottom line. And especially if they're if they're seriously thinking about looking for a trading partner for Wentz, if it's that deep, then you want to know what this kid got.
2: No, listen, I, I agree um, to an extent uh, what I will say right before, you know, the bank on, you know, some of the comments we're getting and we're going to get to all of them, I promise. Uh, but you, you cannot ignore the you know, I, I know people want to put up stats all day long and they want to put up. This is what Carson did. This is what Jalen did. OK, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. And I'll tell you why it's irrelevant. Uh, I don't want to hear about prevent defenses. I don't want to hear about soft coverages. I don't want to hear about what they were up 10. Here's the problem. Once Jalen Hurts entered the game, everybody in Philadelphia started to watch. Everybody on the sideline for the Philadelphia Eagles was rejuvenated. The special teams was rejuvenated. The coaches were rejuvenated. The players were rejuvenated. Every single thing that we talked about for weeks about why they needed a change was exactly what happened. And I don't care about the interception. I don't care. Listen, we could go back and forth all day long. I don't even want to talk about that. All I know is there was a little bit of energy that we haven't seen in 10 weeks. And that was the difference to me. And that's all I wanted to say.
0: Mike, what do you think, buddy? It would would be difficult for me to disagree with anybody's anything that either of you guys said. Because you all make solid points. I mean, the only thing that I can do is try to give you the, you know, the irrational, emotional (laughs) fan perspective. And I think I've been able to bring that week in, week out. I hope anyway, at least for entertainment purposes. But I'm going to say that my opinion is that I think Tony's right. He did provide a spark because things just started happening. And even though he has a little bit of experience, it just looked like he was making competent decisions. You know, it really did. It looks like Hertz was doing things that he should be doing. It also looked like receivers weren't getting separation because that's the that's the reason why he was running a lot. It doesn't look like he missed a lot of open targets, and it doesn't look like he did a lot to make the eagles lose. He wasn't making those dumb mistakes that Carson seems to be making lately, a lot lately. So, it's too hard to say whether or not he should be the starter. It should go back to end game. What's the end game here? Like what is did Pete why did Peterson put him in? Did he really feel that that was giving the Eagles the best chance to win the game or was he doing it to motivate Carson Wentz? Nobody knows for sure. And I guess once we find out who starts this week, and I don't know if that's been announced yet or not, because after that loss, I mean, I just couldn't even watch anything related to football because it's just not possible for me. I'm just going to have a mental breakdown. You know, I just can't. I can't deal with it anymore. The season has been very, very, very difficult. Probably one of the most difficult seasons as an Eagles fan to watch, especially, especially after Rieger runs that punt back. And all of a sudden, you think you're in the game. They brought you back. It was like. I haven't felt that feeling from the Eagles in a long time, you know, when Hertz throws that TD past to ward and then rigor all of a sudden pops up. It was just like, I really felt like they had a chance to win And regardless of how it came out. It was a spark that was totally needed. So I agree with a lot of what Dave said. It's complete dysfunction from top down. Nobody knows who's driving the bus. Nobody knows what's going on And his press conferences. I mean, they're so bad that you you don't get anything from him. I mean, we thought Andy Reid's press conferences were bad. I couldn't stand (laughs) watching those press conferences. The only thing I enjoyed is when Les Bone would dig into Andy Reid. But like there you go. (laughs) There you go. I mean, just look at him. Look at him. He looks like he's completely clueless. And the decisions that he's making seems to really rectify. I mean, look at that. What is that? I can't wait to get out of here. Yeah. Oh man, I wish I was back in Maui. I mean, look at look at the, look at his face.
2: I mean, like, seriously. Like, think about it. Like, this this says it all. Look, no, number one, it looks like he just smoked a bone. Number two, <laughs> I, thoroughly... look, look at his eyes. He has no idea. It looks like, why am I here?
0: He looks Can like he's see? in another
1: time zone. I, like he has I, no I, idea I, where he is. I think he looks like he's saying I shouldn't ate that pastrami. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what the face uh, it cries to me.
3: Uh, listen, who doesn't want Jalen Hurts to be the next Russell Wilson? I mean, I I do. I I don't I don't really care who's quarterback in this team. This is goes back to my problem though. Then you should have kept, you know. And I know would have should have could. I know. I'm sorry, but I play that game sometimes, right? I, I that's part of my okay. human human flaw. Why would you pay Carson Wentz? Why? Why would you not keep Nick Foles? I mean, I know you didn't know that Jalen Hurts was going to come here, but there's so many things that are that are wrong here with this program that it's just like, wh- what the hell is going on?
0: What was what that report that on? came out before the game, Dave? That uh, somebody said something about Lurie says if Wentz struggles, put they're going to put Hurts in, and it was I don't know where that came from. It was a Perfect. report that was floating around, right? And you've been saying, Dave, all year that Lori seems to be meddling, you know, it's uh, his yeah. fault. You were like one of the only people to say that. And I'm starting to think maybe that that could be the case here. So Speaking that goes words, where, where is Jeff?
3: Yeah. So this Tony, this goes into what Mike said. That's a good point. You have too many hands in the pot here. You took the court. When you're running a program like this, you need to take leadership from one person. You need everybody else on the same page in order to be successful. And that's with a business. That's with you know a lot of things in life, your your household. But in football, ultimately in football, I'm going to say that everybody has to take leadership from one person. Right now, it looks like Jeffrey Lurie's got his hands in the pot. Howie Roseman's got his hands in the pot. Then you got Dougie P, calling the plays, putting people together, and he's got all this outside influence that is affecting what is going on in front of you. And to me personally. I, you know, I've been saying it. It's a reflection of what's on the field. It doesn't work like that. When it's in San Francisco, I'll go back to, to Tony's boy Shanahan. What he's doing out there with that young quarterback? Did everybody get to see Allen and 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 Mullins? That's his name, right? Play. Did you see how those quarterbacks moved their feet and they and they did the checkdowns and they did their progressions and they got rid of the ball quick? That's and they're all on the same page. Certainly, it certainly looked, like
0: Foles. certainly looked like Foles and Wentz in 17, didn't it? It looks like that whoever was working with the quarterbacks then, and I don't want to go back to the right right argument because I know that pisses a lot of people off, but when you want to talk about consistency, what's not there now, that's not there. That is definitely not there.
3: It's it, tough, it's, man. it's just a function that is a necessity. I'm sorry. It's not an excuse. It's an absolute fact that you need some sort of consistency from the top down. That's how the program works. That's how successful programs work.
0: That's for sure. And we've talked about that. We've had numerous conversations about that. When there's really no bad people, right? Or bad employees. There's just bad leadership. And, you know, don't I mean, we've had many times where we're going to say the same thing every week. We say the same thing. All these guys are in the NFL for a reason. Why? Because they're amazing athletes. They were amazing in high school. They were amazing in college. They don't just put bums in the NFL. OK, so just don't tell me that everybody can't play all of a sudden. And you know what? I'm super, super curious and we'll never know. But whatever Aaron Rodgers said when he went up to Wentz after the game and I know they asked him about it. and He's like, look, you know, some things are just I'm not going to say it's just that's yeah. between me and him. You you almost got to wonder. You think he probably went on to, went up to him and said, "Dude, next year, don't worry, you'll be playing somewhere great." These the, the management of this team is this yes. is it's well known in the league that these 100%. guys are a dysfunctional family. You know that's what he said. Yes, yeah. yes, that's exactly what he said. Of course, he was which you just they... can't forget to play football. Right. he just can't. He was saying, "Yo,
2: yo, they did you dirty, man. They did you dirty." That's he's saying. <laughs> you know, we, we we know that, and you know, my my whole like point about this is I'm, I'm kind of like i'm sad man because it's terrible this is, right it, it, it's it's very disheartening i mean we, we, we came into this year with you know this is supposed to be our franchise quarterback and say what you want and and, and say about how i'm a carson hater and this and that i'm really not a carson hater okay i'm just a I, i'm a i'm a realist man and and what i've seen on the field you know what did i tell you guys before and again i'm not saying i agree with it but what i say i said if jalen hurts gets into a game that will be the end of Carson Wentz. He might be right. You, and did, I said well, you, you too. did
3: say that. You I might did, be right. And, and you
2: know, but here's the thing. And this is why I think it took Doug so long because I think Doug knew it too. Doug was scared to make this decision
0: job security.
2: Right. Because. Well, right, he loved Carson Wentz. Right, well, Carson Wentz is done. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it. You, by you not putting him into the Saints game mm-hmm. and, and anointing him back to starter, he's, uh, he's lost the locker room. He's lost a he's lost the leadership. He's done. He's done right now.
0: Look what happens when you have bad coaching around you. I mean, look at uh who was that stiff that was coaching uh, Baker Mayfield last year. What was that guy's name? Kitchen Freddie Kitchens, right? Freddy. What a stiff uh, what a that guy was. Oh my god, he is horrible, right? And or I remember conversations kitchen. that I've had with my son about whether or not Baker Mayfield was a good quarterback. And I had said when Cleveland drafted him because how screwed up. I mean, it looks like they finally got their act together, but I was really afraid for that kid. I didn't think that John disagrees, but I didn't think that kid was going to do anything. And he had bad coaching around him. And now it looks like he's got some decent coaching, and you're looking he's he's actually playing some good football. Look what they did, Mike. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because I will
2: say something, and it made me think. Okay, and one of my, one of the guys I work with, the gambler. John Jansen said today with with, with Brace on a ticket, and I was waiting to go on, and I heard him, and and he made a lot of sense, and he was talking about Baker Mayfield, and he said, listen, you know, as much as Baker struggled, and as much as he didn't look like the guy, they stuck with him, and instead of doing what they'd done with Carson Wentz, what did they do? They rebuilt the offensive line. They got a brand new coach. They went out and got OBJ. They went out and drafted receivers. They sure. signed Kareem Hunt. They did, they gave him as many weapons as possible and and listen, I'm not saying that's that's the main issue, but I'll tell you what, that certainly will freaking help. And and look what they're doing right now. You have a coach that's actually playing to the strengths of his quarterback, right? He's playing to the strengths of his offense. And and they so you know, so yes, there is that part of me that says, "You know what? I get it." I, there, there is a part of me that says yes you people are right right but at the end of the day though the problem is you still can't say that like like dave said Carson Wentz has been terrible and and, and yes you, you know sometimes you need this and you need to get your head right and listen there's been a lot of speculation about Carson Wentz there's been a lot the words uncoachable undisciplined these things have come out right we we can't hide beyond that That's we true. can't And maybe like Mike said, and, and, you know, I don't want to go back to the Frank Reich thing. I don't want to go back to the Deep Filippo thing. But everybody has their guy, right? Everybody has their guy. We've seen it in basketball, baseball, every sport. There's always a coach for somebody. Dave, John, me, you've seen it on a youth level. There's kids who don't play well for some guys. They're like, oh, this kid's a pain in the ass. He's a problem. You take him, you mold him, voila, he plays great for you, right? It happens all the time, right? So this is the problem. Uh, you know, Rich, I would get some comments here. Rich says, "Wentz needs to see a sports psychologist." He
0: might be you know right what? about that.
2: He might be right. Yeah, right. He well, might who, be right. He also says the Browns, the Browns run the football. True. Right, and weapons and the offensive line. We're gonna get the Miles Sanders in a minute. Absolutely. We want to get to that. Rich is I'm right. We go backwards on these comments here. <laughs> uh, Al, Al says, "Wow, well, look at what Coach he can do." He's talk about the right. Browns. R- agree. Uh, Rob says, I "Agree." Tony Wentz is done. <laughs> I, 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 he rides the pine, right? And Wentz was an MVP caliber quarterback under Reich. Reich has shown the ability to adapt as proof with Rivers. Wentz's head will spin even more when he rides the line for the next four games. That's
0: quite possible.
2: Right, right. I mean, I, he's, I think he's right, man. I do. Uh, Bobby O'Meara section, Wentz is $60 million cap hit if the Ooh. birds caught him. Ooh. I, I, I disagree. There's there's ways around this, man. There is. Yeah, uh, Poppy. I hope my, you're wrong. I oh, hope you're boy, wrong. Nick, what's up, Nick? Nick. Oh, Nick Passio. So, by the way, Nick Passio. That is the man who who he did who has done our music in the beginning. So he did our intro. Uh, so that is a very He's talented. Look right. looked position. like a competent man. offense. Agreed. Uh, we're just saying, why would the Colts want a reclamation project with Wentz's contract when they could draft a quarterback? I mean, good point, right? Good point. point. Robert says Colts and Jags will desperately need a starting quarterback next year. Reuniting Wentz with Wright can be a career revival for Wentz and save a boatload of cap space. A couple more. Uh, I'm Uh, with you. Rich says Packers played a prevent defense as soon as the Packers decided it was close. They played their regular defense, three sacks and a pick. You know, listen, Rich, I get it. I know everybody's saying that. I understand. But – Listen, I, that, that, that that's irrelevant right now. It's irrelevant. It's it's it, because it's about how the team played. It's not about statistics right now. It's not. It's about that throw that Jalen Hurts made, the Greg Ward. Carson Wentz doesn't make the play. Sorry, he doesn't. Uh, some of the sacks, yes, you're right. He did get sacked. But the difference is the mobility factor is what they're looking at. If your offensive line is bad if Carson can't get out, And Jalen Ken, he makes more things happen. And and Dave, you know this just like I do as a coach. What happens when you have a mobile quarterback that starts to run? That defense backs off, doesn't it? It gets a little soft, right? The linebackers like to spy a little bit. You you don't do a full house blitz, right? I mean, these are the things that maybe you wouldn't have if – Hertz is I think an important
0: point too is the perception. The perception is, oh, wait a minute. Since we've switched gears, now the team is back because then it just looked like confidence went up. Hurts is getting involved. We haven't seen him, in... I mean, I know he was hurt, but it just it just looked like the it just looked like the Eagles of old when when he started throwing the ball. Now again, we didn't see enough of a sample size to even make any type of judgment of what kind of player this kid can be. Okay, but what we did see was a big spark. Confidence coming out from everybody else. And it just looked like the offense was running as it was designed to run.
2: You're right. I mean, this is an out. Here's, here's another one that makes a great point. A segue into let's talk about Miles Sanders. His, okay, hurt starts, he plays well, then what? Jeffrey will still play too much. Agreed. Sanders still won't play enough. Agreed. Agreed. Coaching was still be bad. Agreed. Agreed. And we might win two games the rest of the season, and then what? How does any of that help Carson and the team for
0: 2021?
3: Thank Unless you. They well. wrote the,
0: what if they wrote the season off, though? Al brings up a great point. If they wrote the season off and you're just starting to play to see what you got, then it doesn't really matter anyway. You might as well just preserve Carson if they're going to wind up trading him. And we don't even know if any of this is true, because guess what? Is Frank
3: Wright going to make that type of gamble? Yes.
0: How come everybody just thinks that Frank Reich's just going to take this guy? I mean, that's, is, that's
3: Frank Reich is going to take. So we Frank don't know Reich that. is going to take Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson is going to be his offensive coordinator next year for the Colts and they win his Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. Where did that come from? <laughs> Can you imagine?
0: Seriously. That would be Philly luck, wouldn't it? That totally would be. Yeah. Three Super Bowls, Dave. You forgot. Three Pete. That would be Philly luck. Um, honestly, yeah, release or trade would be a 30-something cap hit. That is a fact. Yeah, That's just crazy. It yeah. is.
2: Russell Wilson uses a sports psychologist. Have you seen him play? Find out who he hired and pay him double and give him a pass whiz-wit. <laughs> no, no argument there. I liked it. I think
3: Russell, uh, Russell Wilson – does Russell Wilson lead the league in interceptions with 12 of them too? Is that true stat?
1: Or I mean, am I Russell making Wilson that up? Leads the league in Arson, yeah, Arson. I was going to say that would be Arson the West, bro. Mentioned
0: sixteen. He has sixteen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's been that good this year. Criminally um, underused. Criminally, Yeah, they should. They should seriously. Th- who gets thrown in jail for that one, Richard? What's going Deuce? on here? What is De- that? Oh, we gotta ask Deuce. Deuce, it, it, that's Deuce's problem.
2: Yeah. Like, where's Moss Sanders at? Hmm. I like. Like, what? What is the? I don't understand. I don't. I, I. I'm not getting this. I'm not getting. Like, what did he do? Did Moss Sanders do something? Did Moss say? See, th- this is this <laughs> yeah. is. T- he's back. He's
0: back with Corey Clement.
2: Right, it's this is typical Eagles bullshit. Right, it's all the time with the Eagle. He, he said something. Right, we're gonna we're gonna find out eventually. Maybe maybe Carson wasn't backed by Miles, or maybe Miles said something, and now all of a sudden they're gonna shame him, and they're not gonna like that. Like that's great.
0: And right? meanwhile, like, Jeffrey's running around in the, in the you know he's running around. I don't know what he's doing. He's out there, and yeah, Miles yeah, Sanders right, isn't.
2: Yeah, I, I haven't seen Jeff. Maybe he's with Maybe he's with Kraft getting hand jobs. No, I'm talking and, about Jeffrey. And, and, you know Jeffrey, what I mean? Jeffrey. I
0: don't know what's going on. Al I meant. <laughs> Robert Kraft. Yeah, he's, he's over in Jupiter. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's where Lori is.
2: Yeah, now they're you know, playing you know, golf. Well, I didn't mean it. I mean, what, well, here's the thing. Talk about Ma. Let's ask Doug. Doug, <laughs> what do you think, Doug? Where, where, where like, where's Miles at? <laughs> like, he's laughing right now, right? You think this way? he gets well, uh, you know, what is What, like, what is that say to you right? That, now? You know,
0: that says to me, yes, as well. You know, I'm not really sure. You got to ask Deuce. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: he, he, he's saying, Come on, guys, just hug it out. Yeah, come on,
0: yeah. Come on.
2: You wanna you hug know, it out, less like, You, you want to hug I, it out?
1: Yeah, I, exactly. We gave
2: you ice cream at the end of practice. I mean, what else do you want? I uh, listen, man. This is it, it, you know, it's just hurtful.
1: my uh, only thing, I got to say with the Miles hurtful. Sanders, like, how do you how does he only get targeted once? Like, huh. even, if, even if the running game's not working, how do you not get the ball in his hands? How do you not at least attempt? I mean, he should be catching four to five balls a Has week. Has anyone
0: asked him that? I don't watch the press conference. I can't. They're a joke. Has yeah, anybody asked their- that question? Why are you – why does Miles
1: Sanders have one target? What did he have last year? He had, like, 60 catches, didn't he? Yes. Yes. So how I mean, how now all of a sudden oh, we're not even going to throw it to our best player? You have a new offense coordinator.
0: Oh, it's maybe it's Press Taylor. I'm sure he has something. to do. Oh yeah, Press.
3: Thank God.
0: Yeah, thank press God. Taylor. The king of Tulsa. He needs Steve. to go back to Tulsa.
2: Steve says players doesn't think they'd
0: Steve. hire him. Steve V. Nobody up. would.
2: No crossing patterns. The screen game is this. That's a that's a great point. This yeah, screen point. game.
3: Steve brings up what the hell's happened to the screen game. Deuce was one of the best screen running backs yes. in the NFL, and and all of a sudden we forget how to use. Like, you can't coach this up. But doesn't that on
0: the that's on the off that's on the offensive coordinator or or you know whoever's drawing up the plays. I mean, we still don't know because there's no title for anyone, so we're not really sure what Press Taylor even does. And we know Marty Mortenwig is on the sideline every week. Let's not forget that. You know, that's just something that seems to just go that just goes past everybody. That dope is still involved in the Eagles' offense somehow.
3: Jake somehow. Elliott should be practicing his kicks on Marty Morningweig's balls on the sideline. <laughs> Whoa, he would miss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was classic. That's exactly what we need uh, right now. I would love. I'd actually pay a ticket to, to see that. Oh I bring my face mask and everything. I, I, <laughs> I I'm in, my man. My sanitizer. sanitizer. Thanks. Right, Every we'll time
0: Jake him. Elliott comes up, that's the first vision I'm going to have now, Dave. That's for Kicking sure. Marty, okay. Morty wagon in nuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Steve what says her feet
2: it. hurts to the wolves this week. I agree. A rookie quarterback against a really good defense with this offensive line and these skill players. Let's ruin two quarterbacks this season. Uh, look, Nick says, yeah, but he'd only kick one. <laughs> <laughs> Wide left. <laughs> oh, no, <man. laughs> <laughs> wow. finally out. Thank you, Al, is finally on board. I've been arguing with fans about Doug all year, saying you can't fire him at the three playoff appearances, but enough is enough. I'm done. He has to go. He won't be part of the solution, and is huge part of the problem. Uh, listen, there's enough said right there. That, I, I don't even have to say anything else because he's 100% correct. Yeah, Here,
3: here's my opinion about that, Al. I love all his statements. I agree with all of them, but hear me out for a minute, Al. If you get a new GM in here and he wants Doug here and Doug is allowed to pick his own co-workers,
4: mm-hmm.
3: would you be okay with that? I mean, that's that's – we we're going to get to play the what-if game for the rest of the season here. And what if this happens and what if that happens? Because, honestly, they don't know and neither are we. <laughs> just,
2: <laughs> I mean, like, think about it. This is like – you just – I mean, there's
0: so that, many that, words, so at many at words, right there, so many words,
2: right? I mean, like, this is this is what we get in Philadelphia, right? I mean, this is a Bill Belichick. just not saying a word. This is this guy literally has no idea.
0: Has Are, no do, idea. It, Dave, do you think that Um, and, and this goes for anybody, I'm just curious. Do you think that maybe Peterson doesn't have the control that we think he did or did at one point or does at all? Because, I mean the coaching issue that he had when he selected his coaches to come back and Lori stepped in and there was some miscommunication there and, you know, drafting hurts. Maybe that, maybe, maybe Peterson just has has his wings. clipped, can't do anything.
3: I'm with you a hundred percent. You know, I've said that before. I believe when they, when they cut him down and didn't keep those two guys that he he was on the podium the day before and said, these are my guys the very next day. He got his leg cut out from him, and they took them away. I believe Doug Peterson said right there, what he's doing. And In my opinion, there's no way Doug Peterson wanted to draft Jalen Hurts in the second round. I, I just don't, I don't believe it. I, I think Peterson loves Carson Wentz, and that's his guy, and they didn't do anything to support each other. They didn't keep him consistent. Think about what I've been talking about here. They didn't keep it consistent while keeping the same receivers and, and coordinator, right, coach. You're not helping them out by drafting skilled players. What's that look like to the coach and the quarterback? It's I, I believe that there's too many hands in the pot and they're going all different directions. And Doug really has no control, in my opinion.
0: It just, looks, it just looks like a pushover on the field with his players, and I'm sure if he's that way with his players, the management's just doing whatever they want. Harry Rosen's probably like, no, nah, we're drafting this guy. Now, yeah, I appreciate your input, but we're drafting this guy. I mean, it just so, looks like it. I mean, what's he have, one pro bowler out of 50 draft picks? Don't get so me wrong. Let me
2: ask you this, though, and, and I brought this up before, that I said that I think Doug has a barrage of plays just waiting to go for Jalen Hurts. And I'll tell you what, Doug didn't seem like a guy that was a little upset that Jalen was in the game. And, and not to mention, Mike always talks about how I see things. I'll tell you what, nobody was talking to Carson Wentz, but I'll tell you what, Jalen had four coaches around him when yep. he got off the sideline, right? Yep. Doug yep. was giddy. Doug was whispering in his ear. There, listen, there's something to be said about this flawed relationship between Doug and, and Carson. And I'll, I'll tell you what, Dave, I disagree. I, I think 100%. That this was all in for Doug Peterson with Jalen Hurts. I'm telling you, I, 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 I honestly think that Doug Peterson. Wait, I don't think it was Doug's idea to sign Carson Wentz. Okay, I obviously right. I think everybody. See, here's the thing. Everybody's blaming Howie, but what if it's Doug? Like, right? What if it's Doug? What if? What if Howie? What if Howie isn't the guy? Right? What if? Right? Who knows?
3: What 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 if right? Think about that. Well, then why did Howie sign him for that much money then?
2: Because if they are collaborative, which we, we obviously looks like they're not, but if they are, okay, and all three of them sit down and come to a decision about signing Carson Wentz, then they sign Carson Wentz. But
3: yeah, but my point time, is, if Doug is what? the guy is saying I'm not one, don't sign him. Don't who sign
2: do him. Be, no, what I'm saying is, Doug went in that draft. Knowing in the back of his head, even though he didn't want to sign Doug, Carson Wentz, he said, "You know what? I'm going to save my ass, and I'm going to I'm going to want to draft somebody right now that that can be the guy. They already they got Nick's gone, right? Nick's gone. That listen, Doug and Nick had a great relationship. Yeah, they did. I mean, I'm not a Nick, right? I think we all agree with that. I'm not a Nick guy, okay? But they, they something with them just clicked. So that was his guy,
0: not Carson. I don't Carson was not Doug's guy. Think about it. I mean, it's, it's, poss- it's possible. I mean, I I definitely see what you're <laughs> I'm saying. I'm looking at John, I, John shake his head. <laughs> I, don't, I don't disagree with that, but you do have to wonder. And I saw some of that giddiness, and I saw some of that football life coming back. And, you know, the article that went around about him, all the stuff that people said, some of the players that left the team, I mean, they weren't just talking shit. They were talking, it looks like they were talking the truth. So I just feel that whatever happened in that locker room and with this team and whatever's going on behind the scenes, I feel that that has run its course. And for whatever reason of why we got here, no matter who was saying this guy plays, this guy gets drafted, this and that there just seems to be a rebirth of energy and perception around this, this kid. And you're not going to win. You're not going anywhere. Nothing is going to come out of this season. So they might as well start figuring out what they can do to go forward. And I don't, I just don't think that Carson Wentz has anything left to provide for the city of Philadelphia. And I think we're all done with him. All the fans are completely done with him. I mean, if he comes back in next week and throws two interceptions, could you imagine what everybody's going <laughs> to freak out? But if Hertz comes in and he struggles, he's going to get a pass because he's a rookie. And you're going to have the Carson Wentz defenders there. And it's, you know, everybody wants the defend Nobody likes this situation. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all Eagles fans. And it's super, yep. super frustrating to see yep. this guy melt down the way that he did. But for sure, Tone, I agree with you. Something is going on behind the scenes that maybe we'll at some point be privy to. I doubt it. I mean, some stuff will trickle in, but something is definitely happening. I think John, I just think John, you
2: shake your head up there
0: because John him. wants him. John wants him. John wants to John wants Wentz to replace Roethlisberger. Go ahead, John.
1: You know, you no, do not replace be the heir apparent. The heir he, he will. he will sit behind him, learn how to actually run an offense and play the game the right way. Because Wentz is Roethlisberger 10 years ago. All right. Wow. I don't know. I don't know how Wentz lost it like he did. But I was just cra- I, I I couldn't help but crack up when Tony said Doug has a barrage of plays waiting to bust out for Hertz. And all I could think about is so he's been sitting on plays, but he couldn't come up with one frickin play in 13 weeks of football. But he's got this pocketbook of plays for Hertz. Um, that's comical. <laughs> so you think he's
0: saving all of his best plays for hurts and yeah, he's taking uh, a yeah, team he's taking a the team intentionally
1: all these good plays but I ain't going to do this for 13 weeks. I'm just yeah. going to keep it in my back. Well, mind. no, because Carson
2: can't <laughs> run them. That's the point. He has plays specifically for
0: Jalen because he doesn't feel Carson can run those plays. It's possible. But, Things can change, too. When they signed Wentz, everybody thought it was great, and it was great. and it, he, he was a good, good signing, fair market value. I mean, actually... If he was playing the way that he was playing, we wouldn't be complaining about his contract at all, considering what some of the top-tier quarterbacks are getting paid. So at the time, it was good. But things could change really fast. All three of them could have been on the same page, talking about Lurie, Roseman, and Peterson, saying, you know what? He's our guy. We're going to sign him. We're feeling really good. And then the next year, he totally melts down. Maybe Roseman saw something that Peterson didn't see or Laurie or vice versa. And it's so much, it's just easy to speculate. But maybe one of them said, you know what? I'm just done. I see something. I don't think this is going to go forward. They're not all going to be aligned going forward. Maybe somebody saw something a little bit different and something could change. The NFL, right? Not for long. That's not the acronym. for long. It could, yes. it could change fast. Look, Not for long.
1: nobody knows who made the call to draft the quarterbacks. Nobody knows who made the call to pay the quarterbacks. All right. And so we don't know who's pulling strings. I mean, we could speculate all day. You don't know who's pulling strings or we don't what motive they have. That's reality. for sure. That's for sure. That's the only thing that's clear. That, yeah. It's as clear I'm as mud.
2: I agree. Al says he doesn't trust Dogger Howie to help fix or give Carson or the team what he needs to win anymore. I agree. hundred percent Rich checks in. look at Reeves and Elway couldn't stand each other. But Reeves put Elway in the best position to win. Shame on Doug and Carson if they can't respect each other to work together. I agree. Uh, Jamar checks in. Jamar's a college guy, man. He follows a lot of college sports. So I'll tell you right now, look at this comment. Jalen has done this everywhere. Fans and players love him. High character guy and proven winner and amazing teammate. Uh, You know, again, yeah, it, it, this is true. This is what we've heard. All right. All of a sudden, now, all of a sudden, on, on Twitter, you see the videos. Sports centers tweeting out that Jalen benching six hundred pound videos, and all of a sudden, now all these videos are circulating to Jalen Hurts. Listen, I don't care if he can bench six hundred pounds. I just need him to throw a football, right? So, but at the end of the day, six hundred
0: pounds is crazy,
2: it, dude. It was nuts. That's just crazy. It was. It, it was. It was a. Uh, it was a standard bench press. Ridiculous. Well, see, if you see check see, that out.
3: See if Jamar will answer this. Why did he leave Alabama?
2: Uh, well, we'll talk why why, why Jamar answers because I'm sure – because I know I, – Dave's adamant about this. I love it. This is he what had, I love. He he's, has, he's, 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 he's beating the, us.
3: He had the most talent in receivers around him. You know who replaced Jalen Hurts at, at Alabama, right? Tua. Yes, and two Tua won. Tua, but you know why? Because Tua could pass – he was a better passer. And he was a better, Jalen was a great teammate and all this other stuff. But who's the best leader on the team? Typically.
0: Usually the quarterback.
3: Uh, exactly right. So Tua steps in and Jalen wasn't getting playing time and moved to Oklahoma and played there. So, and listen listen to me. I'm, I'm, I have nothing against Jalen Hurts. Well, somebody just mentioned Russell Westbrook there in the last comment. Russell
2: Wilson. That I was Russell,
3: uh, Wilson. I, I hope that is true. I hope that to be true. Please don't mistake my words. I want Jalen Hurts to win us 17 Super Bowls. Okay. okay? So. But my, my point to this is we shouldn't have done the other things in place. Or, or you know, what, what happened with Carson and all this other stuff, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me.
0: And it continues to not make any sense to anyone. I mean, if you just yeah. scroll through Twitter during the game, um, when I actually can read my tweets without being attacked by just about everybody, you can keep bringing it by the way, because I'm here all day where people attack me on Twitter. Bring it's it. just so funny, all of you guys just keep bringing it. You're comical. Wait
2: wait wait. Really, really wait, wait, wait. Let's, Mike, let's sound it for one second, right? Here's the best thing like about Twitter is you know what I mean? You hide behind a keyboard, stop, you hide, like, no clue. Like, 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 it's go back stop. to selling GameStop games, okay? Go, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, go back to being being the uh, the the buffer at the car wash. Enjoy, enjoy your tweets, and you know, come on, give me. A I, don't,
0: I mean, I don't care because look, it's fu- it's fun to me. And if anybody, like I said again, disclaimer: if anybody listens to somebody and considers their opinion on people making hundreds of millions of dollars, that's named Mikey Googs. You need your head examined if you if you take anything I say seriously. Yeah. So attacking me on Twitter isn't going to prove anything. It just proves that all you're doing is engaging with a bigger moron than you. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Moronic. Moronic. Oh, that's great.
2: Yo, oh, all right, Dave. Here you go. Jamar says he was with two instead of leaving. He 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 should he stayed in helped. Then went to Oklahoma and did an amazing job improving his passing college top 14 three years and national champion
3: well he, he wasn't a national champion I uh, again i, I
0: the, i'm not a college guy i, I wasn't yeah. sure about that i don't i don't yeah. i don't think yeah. he did win a national champion. i don't i didn't think no. so either no he did not but you know what we're gonna we're gonna go up and say, we're just gonna say that he did
3: okay no we're He's, not yeah, yeah <laughs> we but, but wait but what does it even matter right think about it who cares well, you're right. Who cares is right. But but here's here's the thing. Again, it's just so confusing, and it's disappointing because our whole franchise – I started a conversation at the very beginning. Whether Carson Wentz is player X or whatever it is. It, right. Who cares? It just sucks that our Eagles franchise put us Cervals. in this situation. All right. So my point and my frustration goes along those lines. We paid this guy this amount of money. How's that going to affect us next year? Or it's going to be a salary cap issue. Can we trade him? Can we get something for him? Can we help? Can we help her Ertz get weapons around him? If that's our guy, let's go with him and let's get him the proper things. That's all That's yeah. That's, they should because
0: uh, Alshon Jeffrey isn't the proper thing. OK, no. and the Swiss cheese offensive line and the constant injuries. Nobody wants to talk about that. And I know they did something in the last couple of years to try to address the injuries by bringing in some of the top medical staff. They did. They're still getting injured and there's something there's something's going on there. I mean, if you really look at the data, and I'm super curious about who the most injured team was in the last couple of years. The Eagles have to be right up there. I mean, it's yeah. crazy.
3: They They changed their whole medical staff a year
0: ago. Yeah, I know they did. I know they're trying to do something. It just hasn't worked out. Something isn't working. Right. Well,
2: all I know is at the end of the day, the Hurts era is here. Um, You know, next week when we have this show, we're going to be breaking down what happened in New Orleans, right? We're going to be breaking down Jalen Hurts. And it looks like we're probably going to be breaking down Jalen Hurts for the rest of the season. And, you know, because – you're not going to go back to Doug now. I mean, to Carson now. Uh, you've already made your point. So we'll see what happens. And unfortunately, we're going to have a long offseason, boys, because we have an aging roster. Oh, yeah. Right? We have a lot of people, sal- salary cap problems. 60 million over the cap right now. Right? I mean, we, we have aging defensive linemen. You can't even cut your kicker. If you that, cut your kicker, right. you're you going to take your kicker. cap. You can't get rid of this guy. We have a major problem, and I he think sticks. that's one of the things we really need to look at. Uh, but let's look at this. Let's flip the script a little bit. We're going to have some fun in a minute, but I, I want to ask you guys about the Washington football team and because uh, I want to stick in the NFC East. And, and coming into this year, we've all saw, sat there and said, this is going to be one of the hardest years for Doug because there is no Jason Garrett anymore. There is no uh, – come on, who is the – Jay Stiff Gruden in Washington, right? There is no, none of these guys anymore that you could kind of just push over. Now, you know, now all of a sudden, now of a sudden you're, you, you know, you, you, there is no Pat Shermer, right? There's no more guy. Now Doug's got a coach because you got guys named McCarthy, whether we like him or not, still has a ring. We have guys like Rivera, who is a proven winner, right? We have guys like Joe Judge, who's comes from the New England system. And right now, I'm telling you what. I you know, I definitely take two of those coaches easy over Doug. So right now, I mean, look what Washington is doing. Uh, you know, and, and, and what's what's you know fantastic about what they've done is the way they've built the team through the draft. Right. You look at all those players that are on the field, you know, guys like McKissick and Gibson and McLaren and right and Logan Thomas. Chase Young, right? Jason Allen. I mean, all these kids they are drafting kids. Montez Sweat. Right. uh, Dave, I know you were in love with Montez Sweat. I would love Montez Sweat. I mean, John, we talked about him on this show. And and look at the big plays he makes to beat the Steelers, right? I mean, big time plays and big time moments. And and again, this is the problem. We are so guys, we are so far behind. But I need to tip my cap to Rivera because Oh, I mean, yeah. Right. No, just to just see what he went through this year, battling yep. lymphoma, mm-hmm. right? He's getting cancer treatments, going through this whole COVID pandemic, and now he's got his team ready to win the NFC East.
3: One second, to, to add to that, too. Yes. He went out and got Jack Del Rio, who was a head love coach it. in this league and is an excellent defensive coordinator. That, love those, it.
0: Dave, I love him. I love
2: him.
3: All the, right no, rest, no, all the right ingredients. Not those much are, is said about recipes. him.
0: You're right, Dave. That's a great call. Not much is said about him. I mean, I don't. did you guys see his uh, post-game speech? Did you see what he said? I mean, let me quote it. No, yeah, Under, tell us. He, he said, making sure everybody understands this more than uh, anything else. This is about who you guys are. We talked about going out today and playing to our ability and being the best team today. It had nothing to do with records. It had nothing to do with who you are. Only on the football field, you guys put it all out there on and played your asses off. He, you got to watch the video. It's He got everybody completely fired up. I mean, that dude didn't quit. Alex Smith, who comes back, I mean, from, ugh, what can you say about him? He didn't quit. Look how he comes back. And you have two of these guys at the top of the organization because we all know, and Dave just made out that point earlier, that the quarterback is typically the leader, right? He's the guy that's on the field. He's the boots on the ground. When you have a coach and a quarterback that's aligned like that, and everybody sees what these two guys went through, they went through hell in different ways, but they went through hell. They're playing for this team. I mean, they're playing for these guys. It's unbelievable what they're doing. I mean, and you, I think you called it at the beginning of the year about Ron Rivera. I mean, you say whatever you want about this guy. Yeah, Talk about consistency and talking about leading a team of, of you know, 57 millionaires that have uh, had their ass kissed their whole life. That's hard to get everybody aligned on the same page. We've had that discussion several times, you know, and they're all yes. really the best at their they're all the best at their positions. Everybody in the NFL is great. We keep forgetting that we could say they suck. This guy sucks because he had a bad week. None of them suck. They're all the, they're all absolutely unbelievable. And to get this completely moving like a fine tuned machine takes a lot of work. And, and these two, Ron Rivera and Alex Smith are just crushing it. And Del Rio, nobody's talking about him. Yeah, it's pretty amazing right. what they're doing. It is. I mean, and again, Jack
2: Del Rio is one of those guys that listen, he had his run at a head coach job didn't work. Right. But he's always been a defensive mastermind. He just ha- he has been. And, and you're you're t- you're talking about two. That usually you have one. Right. If you look around at all the teams and you usually have one. But this is like you have like, like look at Buffalo, for instance, you have. Sean McDermott, which I I love, who is a, a, a guy off the Andy Retrieve, right? I get that, but who's his, his defensive coordinator? Leslie Frazier, old school football guy, yeah. right? This team has two old school football guys. Not many, like not many teams have that. The Del Rio is an old school dude. Want to rip your head off? Rivera is a bear, an old school Chicago Bears guy. Man, think about that. He's a lineman. He he was in the trenches. He he knows what war is about. And and if you can't respect these two friggin' guys, I mean, t- it just says a lot about your organization.
0: It's it the does. Andy Reid model. Andy uh, Reid and with Jim Johnson. It's the same model. Yeah, you know what? Not, you're it's right. Not, it's, not, it's not surprising that these guys are coming yes, off right. that tray, and they're just they're just doing what they saw. You're
2: absolutely right. Uh, Andre says, we talked about this in previous shows, Doug has been outcoached by elite coaches by simply getting punked with play calling 100% agree. We knew this was going to happen, right? We talked about it. Rivera is a chess match coach constantly counter moving until he can go on offense. I'll tell you, man, he, that is absolutely right. I mean, this guy went 15 and one with Cam Newton. Went to the Super Bowl, right? Uh-huh. I mean, you know, when everybody said there was no talent around. How Carolina consistently won. How did they win? Not with big money free agents. They won through the draft and little little pieces here or there they put in place and they won. It was it was scheme, it was culture, it was
0: coaching. And a guy and named Luke Kuechly. What what's that? Oh, oh man. And a guy named Luke Kuechly. is an animal. Wow, Luke Wow.
2: wow. Is, I mean, yeah, like, well, you know what? The thing is, too, look at some of the guys on that team. Right? Like, well, you say, Luke Eagley, and you know, look at Greg Olson, who, for, oh, yeah, Greg years, Olson. right? Right. I mean, those, they, they were synonymous with the, the Ron Rivera way. And, and, and that's exactly what he's going to do. Think about that. I just said Ron Rivera way. Is there a Doug Peterson way? Like at the end, of, like honestly, exactly—that's the problem. Like when I you saw, you know, I see a lot of Rivera. I know he's a Rivera kind of football player. Is there a Doug Peterson kind of football player? Doug Peterson sucked ass as a quarterback. I knew it was coming.
0: I knew it was coming. I saw it coming.
2: <laughs> Just at the end of the day, Doug Peterson sucked. Right for Green Bay, he was terrible. Terrible. And then he came in here. about, Oh, he's going to help McNabb along. I'd rather, listen. Honestly, I'd rather you take a guy, one of the 10-year-old quarterbacks from a flag football league to help Donovan McNabb instead of Doug Peterson. Like, seriously, at the end of the day, so there is no Doug Peterson mole. That's the problem, too. Like there, there's not that guy. And I listen, watch they got a guy. They got that guy. Oakland got that. Well, Logan Las Vegas. Vegas got that guy in Gruden. I mean, these guys, at the end of the day, I'll tell you, man, I I I just, it's time for Doug to go say what you want it's time it's, it's time for Doug to go it's time he, he's been exposed uh nothing you could come of this nothing and it, if 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 the words are right that we cannot trade Carson Wentz you cannot bring Carson and Doug back it's got to be one or the other and if you're stuck with Carson it's got to be Doug that's got to go the but, right I mean John it, it, you know am I, am I right
1: here 100% I, I mean, I can elaborate, but yeah, you're, they cannot coexist. You're stuck with Wentz due to contract and, and just, you know, what the cap hit would be finding a trading partner, whatever. So yeah, Doug's the odd man out. Sorry. <laughs> and I'll tell you what this this year's shot and no matter what happens, you have an open competition next year at the quarterback position which is probably a 95% chance is what's going to happen. And you hope that one of the two takes over. Nobody here on this podcast is, oh, uh, 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 Wentz or this or, or Hurts or this. No, you want the best quarterback to lead the football team to wins, period. There's nobody going to dispute that. You don't care which guy it is. Just one of you two step up and have, have a coach be able to lead and call call a game to be able to make them succeed whichever one it is nobody cares the it sucks with the Wentz contract if he's not the one but outside of that I mean that's what you are you got to win ball games I mean cash strap salary cap I mean those those are still reality but the goal is to win games and if you have a top 10 quarterback that could do it if either of them could show up and be that guy he's you know it was mentioned uh Wilson 1.5 I don't know if that's Going to be the case, or if Wentz puts together, you know, the seasons he did from 2017 to 19. Either way, you you know, Philly Eagles make up. So,
2: yeah, no, you're right, John. It's all we, we want to win, right? And Andre Briscoe points: Has a coach fallen faster than Peterson after a Super Bowl? Great, that's question. interesting.
3: I wonder how long how long after Gruden won in Tampa Bay, how many years before he was out. Was it yeah, three years? Cool. Was it around three or four years?
2: I I think it was less than three. I do. But but mm-hmm. but here's the thing though, Dave, and there's an interesting point about that. Is you look at a couple teams, uh, you know, we, we already mentioned one in Cleveland, but uh you look at Buffalo, look at Cleveland, you look at Vegas. Um, turning teams around doesn't take four or five years anymore.
3: If it, you it, draft well, you're right.
2: Exactly, exactly. If it's quick, get, it's right, a lot quicker. Yep. If you could draft well. You could turn your team around in a year. I mean, considerably. And then you're talking a two year rebuild that would normally take you six to seven, right? Yeah, I, right. I mean, at, at the end of the day. I mean, so I you know, it, it it it's gotta be on the mind of the owner, it's gotta be on the mind. It does. And Al says, okay, this answers your question. Forget Wentz. Do you trust Doug to develop Hurts? And there's yeah. your answer. He has to go. I right. Exactly because Pearson sucks ass. So He's not a good quarterback, right? It's like it's like at the end of the day, right? When you think about it, you know we we you know whether we you know Mike has has kids who have played sports. Uh, us three, we, we coach, uh, you know a uh, ton of people. At the end of the day, when you want to bring a trainer in, and, and you say, you know what, give me this guy who's been a prototypical backup his whole career and just holds a clipboard or give me the guy who actually knows how to play football and ha- has a lot of wins under his belt. I mean, you're always going to go with it. This isn't – it's different than baseball, right? Baseball, we've always said that that the best coaches, even in basketball, are the backup point guards and the and the, and the role – like the Eric Bruntlets of the world. They're the guys that are – you know, Raul Banez. They'll be the guys who are like – Really good coaches, Tino Martinez. Yeah, name some names like Mark Lemke. Right? I mean, these are guys that'll be really good coaches, but in football, it's a little different, right? In football, I think it's a little different. If you don't come from the college ranks, you got to have some credibility behind you, right? Yeah,
0: that's, that's for sure, right?
2: So, well, I mean,
3: you know, yeah, Dave, I, I, I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm gonna defunct your words there or whatever, but tell me your favorite quarterback in the NFL uh, or coach in the NFL right now.
2: Who's my favorite coach in NFL right yeah, now? Mike yeah.
3: Tomlin. Okay. Perfect example. Mike Tomlin. I think he went from, he went to William and Mary and he played D-back with Sean McDermott. They were roommates. Okay. Okay. So he, you know. He's not developing quarterbacks now. Okay. So who's developing quarterbacks in Pittsburgh? Name, me your, favorite, name me your favorite quarterback in the NFL and who's developing him right now. Whoever my, the my point coach is right my, yeah but my point to that is i mean look at i i don't disagree with what you're saying i understand but doug peterson whatever you want to say he has he's he's coached in the league he's played in the league i don't know if you know if that's a good argument i i just don't know if i agree with that that's all
2: no, that's fine man we uh, that's the best thing about this we agree to disagree i just i can't get the Doug sucks ass out of my mind. So I'm
3: okay with uh, Doug sucks ass. I just don't know if, <laughs> if, if you you need like Sean McVay, for example, he's pretty good. Sean yeah. Payton Sean Payton, you love Sean Payton. I love I, Sean Payton. I don't even know what his football history was. I could I couldn't be on I I nobody didn't I don't know if he played in the NFL or he was a backup quarterback or what he was. Um I know his tree, he was under Bill Parcells. Yes. He, he, was, he was uh a Bill Parcell's uh, disciple, if you will.
0: They all come from somebody,
2: man. Yeah, so it's just, you know it,
0: what I mean? Real quick, just, uh, I just want to make a point. I mean, look, uh, nobody's more frustrated than Peterson than I am. But, man, we really have a sure memory huh? I, In the Super Bowl year, the guy basically was taking people out of Home Depot and throwing them on the team, and they were performing big time. you know. And then everybody wants to say he was the greatest coach ever. Three playoff appearances. He's an Alshon-Jeffrey coach. Catch away from who knows what. I mean, and then all of a sudden he's got to go. Everything just completely breaks down. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm allowed to say this because I don't know anything. I'm an irrational fan. So most of the people in Philadelphia—they want to say, "Oh, they're the fans that know the most." I mean, we know a lot. We're passionate, but we really don't know the fundamentals of what we should know in order to make intelligent, database decisions. All right, we're very emotional. We we, yep. we fly off the cuff. Okay. Oh yeah. We know our sports, but we fly off the cuff. The, the thing is, this there just looks like structural problems inside of that organization because you just can't forget. I mean, this guy's been winning. You know, he, he won the Super Bowl. He did a lot of things right. You know, um, they did a lot of things right, and and now we're saying, oh, he's exposed. We, we got lucky. Of course, you're going to get lucky. We got lucky. We got a lot of injured players the year that we won the Super Bowl. There was so many injuries, and anybody that was coming in, remember. We all we got. We're next man up. We don't need anybody. Uh, nobody likes us. It was a cohesive message, and they were all on board. You know, there was leadership from the top, and everybody believed in what they were doing. As soon as some of that started breaking down, everything became fragmented. And, and there's just it's it's just a shame to see it because it's like a train wreck, and you don't want to you don't want to look, but you have to.
2: I I like that. It's like what was that? Remember that that movie from we back day? <laughs> No, 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 where the, 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 uh, it was one of those like, uh, we, oh, what the, the people were crossing the train tracks. They got, I'm just laughing
0: up. at the comment. We are all Mikey Googs. Oh, no, we, we are. Banned from, from
2: television. Banned from television. Banned from television, that? yes. And, and yes, the, the yes. commercial was the chick walking across and she gets smoked by a railroad. Yeah. Like, you, just gotta keep watching it. Like, you don't you want know, to. You, you can't look away, but you got to keep watching it. Oh. Like, you know, you want to look away, but you can't do it. But that's what,
3: they, <laughs> Dave, you remember that? <laughs> Oh my God. So Dave, the,
0: we, Dave says, we all want to see, no matter who the quarterback is, win. And it just becomes Don easy said to do that. Know, we, but I
3: agree. Yeah.
0: Oh, John. Okay. Well, we all, yeah. we just, it, it just becomes, don't, I don't want to sit here and bitch. I want to talk about really good things, but it's just so easy to say, we they don't know what. It, it, the thing is, they're losing close games and they're trying. And, you know, we have so much to talk about. The stuff that's going on right now, we could talk about this stuff for hours. And hours.
2: We could. We could. Uh, look at Al, Al says, we gotta do this for you. Just look at Wentz, pure talent. Now think about what he would be under the top offensive minds in the NFL. Now and he says, "Now, put, now put that, put it back put up." Your, Al's right. Put it back up. Put that picture. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's play this. Before we move on, we're a little Sixers talk here. So let's let's play this game. I think this will be fun. So I'm gonna put a picture of Doug up, right? And and I want you guys to tell me, you know, right away. Just what comes to mind? What do you think word ass- word
0: association? Yeah,
2: word association.
0: <laughs> Don't think way, about it.
2: Well, before we get to that, I do got to tell you, you know, I was on a hunt for a photo and I found, you know, Antonio Brown has really been getting, getting along with Bruce Arians. And they went out and they played laser tag. And here they are right here. They got (laughs) Antonio Brown. This is afterwards. And there, there's a laser
4: tag
2: (laughs) Like, like seriously. What?
0: He looks like he's got a laptop strapped to his chest. What is know, that?
2: What is that? I think it's a pacemaker. The poor <laughs> guy's like, he's got a pacemaker on a sideline.
0: I don't know, but... um, but, uh, <laughs> It's the <so, a> strangest <laughs> device. It looks like some sort of a, an adapter, you know, an, an AC adapter for your car. Look at it. What is that?
3: That's supposed know, well, to be around his a waist. That's
2: supposed to be around his waist. He usually does wear it around his waist, like back in the day. But yeah. now, all of a sudden, now he's got it across his chest, and he's got one in the back too. It's like he's got like it's like a power pack. Like he's got a spare one in the back too. Like laser tag. I don't.
0: I, I don't know what's going on. There.
3: Is that his pacemaker? Is that what? That's he what means? I said. Yeah, I agree. Uh,
0: but I would nah, love. love I would love somebody in the press conference just to ask him. Excuse me, uh, Coach Arians, Like. What do you? What is that device that you're wearing, <laughs> slung around your shoulder? What is that box?
2: <laughs> yeah. What is that box? Oh my God, it's great. So, uh, so I'm gonna put. Uh, well, here's another thing too. Like I, I, you know, I got on this picture, then uh, these things come up. So we all. I don't know if you guys knew, but Mike Glennon, the quarterback now of the Jacksonville Jaguars, oh, yeah. he was like the the leading role player, or he was in the, he was in the lead for the leading role of Malibu's most wanted. I don't know if you knew that, but I don't know if you've ever seen that, but this is this is Mike Glennon it would be, <laughs> it, with his gang. Like, Mike, he thinks he's he's Ice Cube material right here. I don't know what he's thinking. Nice. But this, is, this is your thug. Look, he's got a thug life shirt on and everything. Mike Glennon it, it, doing the thug life. Look, he's got the Tupac pants on and everything. Thug life. That That is your quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So here's what I want to do. I am going to put up a picture of Doug. And for, I, I just want the first, it could be, it doesn't have to be football related. It doesn't have to be anything, right?
0: I just, doesn't have I, to be, it doesn't have to be an insult either.
2: No, it doesn't have to be an insult. It, it, it honestly could be true. I I, I have five pictures here. They're going to put them up and we're going to have a little fun with this because we don't have enough fun in this show. We've been going through hell with this team. So now it's time to just have some fun and open up before we start getting a little Sixers talk before we end the show with John C. E. Closet. So right here, here goes one picture of Doug right here. Mike. Well, what's
0: the side in this photo right here to you? When you look at this real a face, what do you think he's saying? I mean, the first the first thing that comes to mind is just passive. He just looks like he's trying to deflect out of some kind of question that makes him uneasy. Passive. That's what I say. Passive. John, what do you think, buddy? Uh,
2: <laughs> That's all
0: you got to say, John. Don't say anything else. That was it. Uh, that
1: was it. Uh, oh, that was it. At, that, was that, it. Was that was it. Nice, yeah. nice John. Oh, that nice. Literally was it. Awesome. Dave, Dave, what do you
3: got, buddy? I think he's asking somebody, how's my hair look? <laughs> you know
2: what, Dave? I was going I was gonna say, why is my hair green? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> for some reason his yeah. hair looks green. Yeah. So I, yeah. I don't know he's, if it's the background meshing with the with the visor, but it's it, it,
1: it looks like, like it those is. uh golf visors with the hair on it.
2: Yeah. Andre says, "Damn, I didn't get my Krispy Kreme." Next question. <laughs> Al says, "I really don't know how to answer that question. Sorry, isn't that the truth?" Uh, Rich says, "Spicoli from Fast Time, thirty-five Spicoli? years." Later. Wow! Uh, wow! That's an awesome one. I man. know that dude. Oh, that, is, that is great. <laughs> that is great. Well, here's look at this one, dog. All right, Mike. What we? This is gonna be a good one. I got what do you got for this one, Mike? I like this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go right I, now. I just can't. I just pick somebody else because what just came into my mind. I'm not gonna say it. This is I mean, not. I, a, I, this isn't a kid show, but I'm just not gonna say that. Well, I'm you're
2: you thinking along the same line. I'm gonna say, yeah, I just knocked the bottom out of that. That's yeah. a- <laughs> it.
0: You like that? You like that? Yeah, I just crushed it. Yeah. yeah. It <laughs>
2: That's Crosser <laughs> Peterson right there, yeah. brother. That's Crosser Peterson. John, what do you got, buddy?
1: Uh, I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll, I'll just agree with you guys. Dave, <laughs> what do you got, buddy? Did
3: somebody say Jalen Hurts? Oh, look.
2: I like it. I like it. Uh, Jawar says, I told you he was going to bench him, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, right. There you go. That's a good one. Uh, Rich is still laughing. That that's a great joke, isn't it? A real knee slapper. <laughs> that's, that's so. That's dog talk right there. Uh, you have no idea what I mean. Who's in this podium? <laughs> uh, I love it, man. I love it. I'll do a couple more. This is classic right here. I don't. You know, I, <laughs> you know, I like. I'm struggling with this decision right now. I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what to say. Somebody, just please help. That's yeah. a yeah, that's a call to help for me right there from Bob Peterson. What do you
0: what, what do you got, Mike? Lost, <laughs> totally, totally lost. Like like he is in a rowboat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean during a monsoon. No plan. No plan. No direction. No nothing. He knows he's in way over his head. That's what I see.
3: I like that. I like that, Dave. What do you got, buddy? I, I'm going to go in the direction of Mike and be a little bit sympathetic here. He, <laughs> he looks, he looks like a lost and beaten human, and and I, and and I, it disappoints True. me. It's, it's disappointing. Like I feel bad for him. Right, that picture right there, staring at him. I feel bad for this dude.
2: So. Where it says, you feeling strong, big man? Say it one more time. Let's bow
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it. Who pissed in my cornflakes? I like <laughs> that. <laughs> Whispers to himself, keep clenching your cheeks. The moment will pass.
0: <laughs> nice, Bobby.
2: Oh, Real this nice. is great. What did this happen <laughs> My check didn't clear on Monday. <laughs> ah,
0: or, or Andre. Andre, to say something even better. That's a great one. Oh,
2: oh I, ho- great.
0: I hope the check clears on Monday. <laughs> I,
2: I hope that they wouldn't answer that effing question. How many to- How many more do I have to answer? Oh, Not Maybe that one. Not that, B- one not that one less.
0: Not that one less Bowen. Not that one. Uh, that's not that that's one. the less Bowen face when he used to torture Andy Reid. Oh, Shout out to less. You're the best.
2: And then we got we got this one.
0: Hey, we at least we got some ice cream. Hey, yeah. we at least got some ice cream. <laughs> hey, we at least got some ice cream. That stupid fucking video. I hate it. Yeah. I can't stand it. Hey, we at <laughs> least got some ice cream. With the, we got to get exactly. the Mr. Softy music playing. Yeah, in the background. yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Next time. Next time, please, Tony. Edit Mr. Softy behind Mr. Softy. this and just show it every once in a while. Yeah. Hey, at least, at least we got some ice cream. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that would be like the all-time best drop right there. The Mr. Softy music. What do you got, Dave?
3: God, we were, it makes me mad. We were this close.
2: <laughs> you're, you're, you're right. He, look, look, we were this day. And, and, and again, his arms are that far apart. That's how close he was. Right. right? Oh, my God. This is, let's see what we got. No, this is great. This is great. I, <laughs> they were who we thought they were. I heard that little Denny Green reference right there. Right.
0: We let him off the hook.
2: Yeah. yeah. He's saying right now, he's just telling everybody how many times do I have to tell you it's not my
0: call. I have no power. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to ask Deuce. You got to ask Deuce. Oh, no,
2: guys, did you see Lizzo's backside?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I once had a backside yeah. this big. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Don't hold on, Toad. Toad, listen.
2: Oh. oh, got the Mr. Salty
0: going. We at least got some ice cream, guys. You got some ice cream, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Rich says, I just want to
2: hug Carson this much. <laughs> uh, what's coming to my mind is I used to have balls this big, but now, that, but now Howie's taking them all back.
0: Oh, my God, yeah.
2: Uh, Al says, I answered the question. The only way I can answer it, what else do you want me to say? Uh, four score and seven. Four years
0: score ago. and seven years ago.
2: Oh my god, dude, this is funny. The All right, we got, we got, we got la- last one that we can move <laughs> on <off this> off-
0: <laughs> Oh god, this, this is the stoner bad. one. This is where yeah. he just put. You should you should show the picture before when he's cleaning out the bong.
2: Oh, this is the <laughs> best one right there. Uh, <laughs> I think he, I think he just got done auditioning for a part. On the Sopranos with Vito <laughs> and after he had some Johnny cakes.
3: Oh my uh, god. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no. And, and
2: it was it was Vito and <laughs> then he went he went with Rawls from the wire.
3: Oh the
0: It oh. <laughs> <laughs> was the best part when they show Rawls in that bar. And I don't know because Rawls was such a bastard in that show, oh, and then know. they just showed him there, sitting there, laughing, having a drink, and then nothing was ever brought up <laughs> about that scene or ever again. They just did it to—did to, they do it to smear Rawls's character? There was such a crazy shot of Rawls in the background in that bar. And it was so unexpected.
2: It was. It was out of nowhere, man. God, I
0: love the wire. We got to wow. do a show just on the wire.
2: Bobby says when the edible kicks in. <laughs> he
0: He's yeah. right. Doug's probably like, uh, i got to get out of this press conference right yeah, now. Those <laughs> things are too strong.
3: Dave, what do you got? Funny guy, I Nah, he just totally looks stoned there. Yeah, he does. He really does.
2: He does. He had a bad oh, he had, I Actually, I say he did a really good trip. He looks like straight from KA. Straight from Cade. Oh, right yeah. Now. It was
0: dazed and confused. You know, oh, it's just, Spicoli, God. whoever said it was, I guess it was Rich. that said Spicoli. That's freaking great. Hey, I know that, dude. That's exactly <laughs> what he looked like.
2: <laughs> oh, man. I needed that. That was fun, man. I, <laughs> I, I, at the expense of Doug. I'm sorry, Doug. But I just, I, I had to do it, man. I had to do it. Oh we love man. You, Doug. So, so Thank we you had miserable. enough Eagles talk for one night. We talked NFL. Let, let, let's, let, let's talk, last before we get to – because we're not doing two hours tonight. I'm not doing that. I, I guess we're I, just going to
0: let John off the hook for that horrible upset, right? Yeah, Sorry, John. Oh,
2: no, no, we're not going to let John off the hook. But yeah. but we, now we're not going to let John off the hook. You know what? That's a good call, Mike. We do, John, what the hell
1: happened to your Steelers? He's not getting a pass.
2: Bro, Come, on, what the, what, explain Come on, John. Explain what the hell
1: happened to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They played the same game they did for the past three weeks. I, they can't run the ball. They're, they're letting teams into it. Stupid place. I mean, there a stupid play calling. You 51 could throws, hide. John 51 throws. Yeah. That's what they've been doing. That's what they've been doing. They can't run the ball. They cannot open up a hole it has nothing to do with the running backs. There are no holes. They're trying to run the ball when they stretch it out. They don't have the blockers out there. So they're trying to supplement it with short passes. And when it's, you know, after doing it for how many weeks, it becomes very clear what the offensive game plan is. They can't run on us. They're going to try to do short throws to all their wide receivers, play up on them because Ben's not even taking shots downfield. So, I mean, it's – you're you're defending a one-dimensional team is what it is. They're very good at what they do one-dimensionally, but when you can focus only on that thing, and you don't have to worry about the run – And you get to the end of ball games, you can't run out the clock. You're throwing on first down within, you know, under five minutes, even with a lead, all right? Mm -hmm. If you can't run successfully and get that first down, I mean, you look at, I think it was three games in a row that uh, Fitzpatrick had to break up a pass in the end zone to save a win, all right? He did it week after week. You look at the Baltimore, you look at the Dallas game, you look at what they did this week. The game was no different. It was just it, like I said, you can't count on a last possession play to, you know what I mean? There's tip balls like what happened here. I mean, that's what it is. They they have the most drops in the NFL, plain and simple. Most drops in the NFL can't have it. I mean, it, is can't that have is it. that
2: what Al Al's alluding to right here? He says, "I love a coach. that says if
1: you don't catch a ball, I'll yeah, get that, someone that will." Well, that was, I love that. That was Tomlin's press conference. I love it. Love it. See that's said, what I like If you time. can't catch balls, then we'll get somebody in here that can playing. And he said, I at this level, I am not teaching people how to catch the catch the ball. I He's don't right. have time for that. It's, right. these are fundamentals that you should be able to do. And I tell you what, it yeah, the past two games that has been a problem too. And Ben still throwing for over 300 yards. Like he didn't have a bad game. His right. way the pick was tipped in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, he he passed for over mm-hmm. 302 touchdowns. Yeah. Still, you can't, you know, run the ball. You give up a big play. Look, they could. They, to their defense, look, they didn't play very good. They should have tried kicking the field goal, even they, even though they had the rookie kicker. All right, that was to take the lead. You, you still got to kick that field goal, not go for it on fourth down. Hindsight's right. always twenty twenty, so be it.
2: Did you but, did you but, see that kicker no Johnny? looked like he looked like Napoleon Dynamite's brother.
1: I don't care what he looks like. Like
2: like, like he like. Th- do you think he could even kick a ball? Uh, he, he was off he the guessed. practice squad. Like where did they get this guy
1: from? UCF. Rookie, oh, rookie from UCF. So looked, no, I don't know. I don't know what he could do, but I'm still. He he made the extra point or whatever, and the I think he had a field goal, so I, I I'll take him. You know so let me mean, let I'll, me I'll
2: ask you let chance. me ask you this though. You, you mentioned about the running game, right? So I seen a stat. You're you're gonna notice better than anybody. And I seen a stat that they were saying that Roethlisberger hasn't been sacked in like eighteen or nineteen quarters. So if yeah. they, if, if they're that good at pass protection, how how can they not run the ball at all?
1: Can't, I don't know. Very good question. I would Crazy. love to know. They they cannot get they cannot get force and win the line of scrimmage. Plain and simple. Well, they how can, many
3: how many times do they attempt? To rush the football
1: uh i don't i i, I closed everything down all, because i thought we were day, off the of football is it that much 51 i 51 mean, times man yeah well so you're not going to get run any the,
3: rhythm in they're running running the
1: ball. ball like the eagles yeah but the problem is a lot of times what they're doing ben will try to throw on first down and then they'll run on second down and now now it's third and eight you know what i mean you're putting yourself in difficult situations so, are, are, um, do but, they have
3: injuries on the offensive line, John? Like Pouncey's an All-Pro. Velnovaya, Nueva is an All-Pro.
1: Pouncey was out this week.
3: There That's a big a, deal.
1: Yeah, there was a muff snap. I mean, look, the offensive line isn't necessarily the problem, but they're still not good at run blocking compared to pass blocking. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and I don't know if it, I don't know enough about football schematics. All I know is I can blatantly see there is no hole there. I don't care what running back you put back there. There is no hole to be run run through. All right. So either the play calling is, and that's part of it too. If you're playing up on all the receivers and it it's a run play, you know what I mean? It's almost like stacking the box anyway. Yeah. So, you know, you're, they're just playing the short game. But, I mean, the biggest thing, our defense, losing Bud Dupree was huge. He mm. wasn't playing in this game. True. Robert Spillane, who took the place of um, Devin Bush, who already tore his ACL. Spillane has been playing amazing for being a guy that you think you're just thrown in there. Um, he's really played some good football. He went down. That was a bigger killer than anything. I mean, just seeing that. But um, and then Hayden went down with a concussion. Sugar. So I'm another saying.
2: Sh- so So explain another linebacker that they drafted in Pittsburgh. huh?
1: I believe so, yeah. Oh. I, I don't know 100% Spillane, um, but he was not uh, – I mean, he, he's a bench player. He stepped in, man, for bush, and I'll tell you what. he's He's wow. been playing really, really good football. I mean, not all pro level, but didn't miss much of a beat.
2: Well, listen, it was bound to happen. Right, we they weren't going to go sixteen and zero. We knew that. We knew they knew we were going to take a couple lumps. They, they they been like you said, the last few weeks they've been really on a fine line with win, win, wins or losses. So it's bound to happen. But I'll tell you, man, they, they are one of the most complete teams of football, in my opinion. I I know they're not number one, uh, you know, but they let, let me let me ask you this, boys, before we move on to a little Sixers talk, before we get to the music, end. you know, I'm not I'm gonna put you on the spot. I'm only asking one team right now. Who's the best team in the NFL? But I had to ask you right now, you know, but no matter what, hands down, who is the best team in the NFL? Coach Dave, who's the number one best team in the NFL? Who you uh, got?
3: I'd love to be dramatic and pick somebody else, but Kansas City.
2: Hey, man, I there's there's no a tough argument to have against them, right? Yeah. It really is. I mean, they they are phenomenal. Football team they're coached fantastically uh you know they they have tremendous uh drafts that again guys just produce right and, and they have endless talent it seems like it really does john who's your number one team
1: i mean i i would like to ditto dave and that's truly what i believe but I, dude, i'm going pittsburgh come on it's like uh, a loaded uh, question you know? Even, that, even, even if i don't believe it i'm still picking pittsburgh well i didn't pick the eagles john uh,
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> the, Eagles, the Eagles aren't 11-1 and one either Yeah, exactly <laughs> Mike, who you got, buddy? Who's I, your number one team? I mean, either one of those picks, obviously, right? But I, I think the Saints are just I want to play the Saints right now They're I'm the complete package The Saints are the best team in the league I'm with you I, That's who I'm going with I mean, I'm even rolling with the Hurley, it's just it, it, There's it, just the it, defense There's just too much They got too is. much
2: They do they do. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, they just you know you think about what they've been able to accomplish without Drew Brees, without Michael Thomas until finally just coming back. Right? Think about the 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 all uh, uh, the trade acquisitions. I mean, you 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 pick up Quan Alexander? Are You kidding me? Crazy. You, I mean, you just pluck him out of San Francisco and you and you pair him with Demario Davis and you have Cam Jordan on a defensive line. It's almost not fair, run, right? Lattimore, Jenkins. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. This is a, a tremendously talented team. Uh, you know, and again, Sean Payton, who even though I picked Mike Tomlin, Sean Payton's my 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 one A to one B. I love Sean Payton, and and he will continue to put these guys in the I hate to say but best position to make plays. And you know, you could question some of his antics now and then, but it, it, speaking of which, did you ever see that guy's workout regimen?
0: No, is it crazy? It's ridiculous. Really?
2: Uh, yeah, it's it's insane. Like, yeah, he definitely, uh, like, he he freeze jumps, like, 10 feet in the air. Like, it's it's nuts. And he's, like, it's, he's a beast. Buddy. These guys are freaks, man. Yeah, really. Um, Bobby says, I got Green Bay and Kansas City as the best. What a Super Bowl matchup that would be. That's wow. A, listen, you're right. Green Bay, everybody told about Aaron Rodgers, right? Oh, she's done. They, they, they drafted love. He's looking over. He's got no with him and LaFour don't get along <laughs> where we fooled? right? Aaron Rodgers said, yeah, okay. And again, what does green Bay do? They just win, man. They just win. I, I, again, it's when you have a guy, you have that quarterback, man. It's, it's really hard to lose. It really is. Um, Brett Rich says Steelers draft almost perfect every year. I will absolutely agree with that. Um, Nobody could stop Big Red Al says, a Kansas City train. And the Saints don't practice with second third teams. Everyone has a first-team mentality, and it starts with real leadership. Great comment, as always. Love it, Andre. Love it. So, Andre and Al, you're going to like this, because we're going to segue this right into some basketball talk. Got a little preview. Just for everybody listening out there, we are going to have an NBA preview show Thursday night. Um, Al and Andre are going to be joining me live. On a stream, we're gonna have a, a a threesome on. on I, I shouldn't have said that. A three plus. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, it's terrible. Um, it's just a bad choice of words, man.
3: Uh, it really is. How so you. So- you always wanted to be
2: an Oreo. You got your chance Thursday. Oh, man. So, yeah, I, I just... And
0: Dave you know, pours it on thicker. Yeah,
3: exactly.
2: Exactly. It's going to be fun. All right? We're, we, me, Al, and Andre, we, we're going to break down because I tell I tell everybody, man, heat ratio, this is a family, man. We appreciate everybody. So, they, these guys have tremendous basketball knowledge, and I'd love to have them on the show. Uh, we're, we're going to break down the Sixers, the NBA, the power rankings, you name it. Uh, a little preview because, fellas, we're only a couple weeks away. And speaking of which... You know, the rumors continue to go out where I always say there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, no, don't know if it's ever going to happen, but, you know, Harden's already said, listen, uh, I'm not showing up. I'm not happy. I want out. Uh, we knew this was going to happen, and a lot of people talk about, you know, can he be a Philadelphia 76er? And, you know, he's talked about being interested in Philadelphia, and listen, let, let's not beat around the bush right now. And, and we've talked about this before. And I think this is a very intriguing scenario. Uh, you know, I'm just going to ask the question straight up. If you are the Philadelphia 76ers and Dave, if you're sitting there and you're holding all the cards and Houston comes to you and says, listen, uh, James Harden, we'd really like to play for your team. Uh, we'd really like to see if we were going to deal. Uh, you give us Ben Simmons and we give you James Harden. Obviously, there'll be some picks, in the, but for the most part, it's James Harden, Ben Simmons. Do you do the deal?
3: I, I know, right? Uh, I it's I I, I get it. Right? I'm a Ben Simmons guy. I'm, I'm going to stick with Ben.
2: i stick with Ben. It.
3: Yeah, I I you. <clears throat> I think that you need Harding, Simmons, and Embiid to actually win a championship in this league right now. I think you need all three of them on one team. I, I do not want to give up Ben Simmons to me. He's too young. And James Harden is thirty-one. I'm getting thirty-one. 31. Um, I, it's just too much, Tony. It's just too much. I'm sorry. I wouldn't do the deal. I like Harden. He scores fifty a game, whatever, um, and he would be a tremendous yin to Embiid Yang, if you will. But you know, um, I just don't. I don't want to give up on Ben Simmons, and I don't think it guarantees us a championship. If you get somehow figure out a way to get me Harden with Simmons and Embiid, I would say we're going to walk down Broad Street with those three on the team.
2: Now, see, I agree with. I like that. I love that scenario, right? I think we would definitely be in better shape if there was a way to keep Ben right and still get get uh, James Harden. But here's my issue. You know, it, it, even if that was even possible, the only way that happens is if you give them. Matisse eyeball and i refuse i i honestly and people are gonna i know al is gonna kill me for this and so is andre but i'll trade ben in a deal for harden before i trade diebel okay and and i and listen it just because of the way the team would be constructed i have a hard time saying no whether he's 31 years old whether we could talk about how he hasn't won the big game yet he doesn't play deep we go all around the horn all i know is he instantly becomes the highest point scorer, uh, the highest point scorer in Philadelphia 76ers history, right? Over the last 25 years, nobody has averaged 36 points per game. Nobody, right? So for a team who everybody tells me doesn't have shooters, for a team that everybody tells me can't score, Okay, and everybody complains about Ben who doesn't shoot, even though I don't feel he has to shoot. You can instantly a- take a Ben Simmons out who gives you what? 18 a game? 17 a game? And you insert a guy who gives you 36, who a guy who is your closer now, a guy who does end games, and now your team, in my opinion, is assembled just so like the L.A. Lakers where you have – Antonio Davis as your big guy and LeBron James as your scorer. And then you put the pieces around them. You can't do that with Ben. You just can't. It's just my opinion. I just think Thighball to me is you're going to be your defensive stopper. He's your young kid. He's a, he was first team all defensive for a reason. The kid is a stud on the defensive side of the ball. I don't give that up. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't give that up because you're going to need that guy. Right? But I would do. I would give up Ben for for uh, James. I would do it in a heartbeat, and I would sign it right now, one hundred percent. John, what do you think, buddy? Hey,
1: that's a close one. I mean, if, yeah, uh, obviously, if there was another way, I'll I'll trade Ty- Thibault. I have no problem getting rid of him for Harden. If you mean that I could have the bit those big three, yo, go go take your uh, defensive wizard. I will uh, – you just said influx 36 points. Is Tybalt going to um, stop 36 points from being scored? That ain't going to happen. So you look at the plus minus. I'll do that in the heartbeat. Take Tobias Harris too and his contract package them and, and, and throw him a, a 2033 first round pick yeah you know what i mean with, with the way these picks are getting thrown yeah. around like crazy exactly. 2033 20, 30, 20, we'll give you a give him four round, first round, round picks who cares Yeah, yeah.
3: man who cares <laughs>
2: 2029 20, 2030 20, 2031 20, who the hell cares
1: but i mean i will say look yes harden would have would be a great addition does he possibly give philly a better chance at winning this year probably but you know and it's it's one of them things you don't want to look long term you could look too long term and end up like the bills you know what i mean and never win the you know the big one or you know the eagles with McNabb. like it's all well and good that you're fielding these really good teams but without the championship it feels empty you know what i mean So, while the safer play and keeping your two young studs together may be that safer play, it may not get you, you know what I mean, over the edge. I don't, I want to see what Doc Rivers can do with this team this year. I really do. So, I wouldn't be ready to, you know, pull the trigger on that deal right now. I really want to see what Doc can accomplish here if he can bring a little bit of a different strategy to the offense and actually maybe get, a, a, you know, this team to work a little better uh, based on the scheme, you know what I mean? So I, I would say, you know, Ben for Harden straight up right now today, I'm going to go with no, because I want to see what Doc can do.
0: Mike, what you got, buddy? Come oh, up. absolutely. So two seconds, so I'm, not, I'm not a Ben Simmons guy. I already said that I wasn't. I got roasted on that. And a lot of people say, oh, you're crazy. Uh, look, I again, I just, I think I've seen whatever I'm going to see with him. All right, that's all. I mean, I, I just don't think that anybody's going to get anything else out of him. I've never seen a player that's afraid with his skills that won't shoot a jump shot. That's afraid, that shoots him in practice. And you see all these videos of him draining threes. And then he doesn't do anything on the court. So I don't care all the other stuff that he does. Something isn't right in his head. As soon as he hooked up with that Kardashian chick, the dude just melted <laughs> down. You look at his Instagram all day long. He says, Mr. Celebrity. He doesn't even care, dude. He said he's, he's somewhere else. So after that happened, I'm telling you, the dude changed. He's a young kid. He's he's His head is somewhere in the clouds. I think he's uncoachable. I don't think he was. Re- maybe he's going to respond because it's Doc Rivers, and Doc Rivers commands respect. But I don't I, – I just – I hope everybody curbs their expectations because I just think it is what it is. I don't think he's going to miraculously turn him into some unbelievable player. Not that he's not. He just has a lot of – he's got a lot of things that your typical NBA player doesn't have, and I get all that, and he brings a whole other side to the game. But I just – me personally, if you're going to drop in Harden – and Tone, if you're looking from a point-to-point substitution effect – you get rid of your your debt. It's definitely an upgrade. Yes, I get it. Ben Simmons is younger. He's going to be around for much longer. Is there any guarantee that he's going to be a sixer for the next ten years? Nobody ever wants to ask that question. Right now, with Harden, you put yourself in a very very strong position to be a competitor in the East with that trade. Kardashian fever or strip club city? Exactly, Andre. Yeah. Thank you. I'll go strip club
2: city because at least at least James be coming here making it ring. You know what I mean? That's the one thing I could say. At least at least he'll give us something to talk about. But no, Mike, you're absolutely right. And and I keep looking at the window. And that window of how long listen, John, I, I hear you like when you say I hear the talk about everybody keeps saying it. I want to see what Doc can do. That's great. So that's another year. So here comes 2022. Right? So now we got to wait till 2022 because we're not winning an NBA championship this year. It's not happening. So, this is going to be the transition year. Okay. That's what it's going to be. So, that's another year, another year on the body of Joel
0: Embiid. If we're lucky. So, it's there's, the my, there's a good year. point.
3: If so we're there's lucky. A good point, Tony. Why does it have to be Ben and not Joel? Why? How come the question is?
2: Because it does nothing. The trade does nothing if it's Harden and Ben.
3: What do you mean it does
2: nothing? Th- think about what I think, in my opinion. The trade does nothing again because you want to you want to pair your big man, your all your your big man, your top 15 player in the NBA, top big man in the NBA, top two big man in the NBA, whatever you want to classify him as. You want to you want to pair him with the ultimate score. What the hell does Harden and Ben do?
3: You still got a guy who's not gonna shoot. Well, you, you got, got you talk about him. window. You're talking about window. You would have I'm, more of, you have a, you would have a bigger window. With a player that's more conducive to today's NBA and Ben Simmons than Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is the second best center, in my opinion, to Jokic. Um, But his window and his injury history is more of an issue and a question mark to me.
0: So that means you're going to have another year, though, of that pot of, 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 like Tony said, you're going to put another year on Embiid that way. Let's put it this way the window is a lot smaller than what people think yes everybody wants to see what rivers is going to do with ben my, in my honest opinion which doesn't mean much again okay it's a little disclaimer but my 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 honest opinion is that he's not going to revolutionize ben ben is who he is and for me it's just this new generation this new player the guy doesn't shoot the ball. It doesn't, it's basketball. So, please if you tell have, me how that's a rational thought that if you can't shoot a basketball, you're on. <laughs> why are you on a basketball team? Maybe, am I too old school?
3: Uh, he, he's held in pretty high regard for not being able to shoot a basketball in the rest of the league. I mean, he makes all star teams. He, you know, people consider him a top player in the NBA. Um, here, Here's my point. Here's my. Here's my point to it. Give them, give them to, give Doc Rivers to the All Star break, and then figure out if you want to go get James Harden wherever James Harden is.
0: Harden wants out. He wants. He's going to make a decision soon.
3: I, I guess just,
2: right. I just look at and and I'm looking at Rich's comment and I, and Al's comment, which is exactly the way I'm thinking. You know, Rich says big man Harden pick and roll would be lethal. Absolutely. Uh, Al says a trade won't work unless it's Ben center and shooter inside out, and that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, the, the reason why you trade Ben to get James and not the other way around is because now you, you start the ball on the block and you work it in to work it back out. Now you're working it back out to a guy who averages 36.5 points a game. A guy could shoot it anywhere on the floor. Who we averages, don't have that right who now.
0: Who averages 36? 36! This is crazy. And consistently.
3: Crazy. Consistently. Who's done that? And Joel Embiid's going to be okay with not starting the offense through him? Because that's where the offense starts through.
2: Listen, I at the end of the day, I think Joel wants to win. At the end of the day, Joel just wants to win, man. Maybe now, Joel, maybe now he does. He hasn't he, taken
0: his health series and taken his condition seriously over you, the last buddy. couple of years. He hasn't. He just came much, out this buddy. year and said, I owe it to the fans. You really owe it to the fans? You owe it to the yeah. fans the minute since you got here. Because he we, we, we with his ankle injury and he didn't oh. how long was he out for? I You're mean, right. come on,
3: man. He
0: owes it. He if anybody owes it to the fan base, he owes it. He owes it. He owed it seasons ago.
3: So you, if he, there's the thing, if that dude wants to win you a championship, he doesn't need James Harden. He's that dominant. He's that talented.
2: Prove it. Well, right, now, listen, you we, we all forget. As, as long as he doesn't play Al Horford. This, yeah, this is a kid who's had no basketball guidance. Right. This is not a kid who's been playing basketball since he's been eight years old. This is like you know where he grew up. Where did he grow up again? Where, where? Like, uh, I forget the name. Cameroon, uh, Cameroon, Cameroon, yeah. Cameroon, Cameroon. Him Cameroon. and Pascal Siakam. Right. So you know, it, it's listen. I I give him a little bit a leeway, right? And I also give the fact that I think this was a very undisciplined team under Brett Brown, mm-hmm. and I, I I right. And I think you will see a little bit of a change with Doc. I think, you know, when you have a guy, one thing Joel Embiid, I can I, I can say, at least from the outside looking in, is he's a very respectful person to, you know, his elder statesmen, to all other players like he, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, coaches, things of that nature. I think he is that kind of way more than Ben. I, I do. I think that's more than Ben. I, I don't think Ben really respects anybody, to be honest with you. He respects Ben. That's of course
0: not. It. Of course not.
2: Right, Ben's a me guy, 100 all day, every day. Uh, he, you know, again, it's a reason why I don't like uh, Russell Westbrook. But that's for another show. Uh, but there's a reason why Russell Westbrook has been traded multiple times. When you're that good and you get, remember I said that to you, Dave, the other day, we were on the phone. And, you know, it, listen, if you're trade, if you're that good and you get traded that much, you're a problem. Okay, you're a problem. People don't like you. Okay, there's a reason why I do gave you the middle finger at at, at the basketball game. Okay. Because, sir, you are an asshole. Okay. Mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook, I've watched Russell. Listen, like Mike says, I watch little things. Listen, i watched Russell Westbrook when I've sat on courtside at Sixers games. I watched him consistently walk away from team huddles. I watched him consistently throw players out, not talk to anybody, sit by himself, sulk like a little baby. That's Russell Westbrook. Okay. And again, I think that's why he gets traded all the time. I'm not afraid to say that I do because I don't
0: think a lot of people like playing with. Him. I mean, I think but, it's pretty obvious. I mean, why would why would they play anybody that produces on the basketball court the way this man does? But uh, why would he get traded so many times? For what reason? There's obviously a problem there. Absolutely,
3: he's a butthole.
0: Well, exactly.
2: You
3: you you think Ben Simmons is a me player like Russell? Or is, are you comparing Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook?
2: Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying that I'm I'm saying that Ben has a little bit of Ross in him. And, you know, I remember, I, I'll go back to, and I I don't want to call the guy out, but a guy that I, you know, I worked with before. And when we, you know, went to LSU and actually wet the school with Ben Simmons. And the first thing he told me was, you ain't going to like this guy. First thing he said is, look, he's not a Philly guy. You guys are not going to like this guy. He's all about him. He, and he is an asshole, sir. That's what he said. <laughs> This is what, and again, listen, I don't know. Listen, the guy has no reason to lie to me. Right. right. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, I, I, it just, you know, that, that could be his mentality. Listen, a lot of people that think I'm an asshole too. That's That's fine. I got the name jigsaw for a reason. I get it. But I, you know, I just think that there's a reason that when you're a professional athlete, there's a reason why you have to, you know, you, you have to get away from that kind of conduct because not only does it not help the team, but it doesn't help yourself because I mean, look, look, you think Ross Ross, how can Ross be happy? He's flopping around all over the place. He's not going to win. Right, you know, you do. You went to Washington now, bro. Like I, I, understand they got a nice young team, and but you know, like no matter where you go, you're not going to win, right? And, and, and no contender is
3: traded for Russell Westbrook. That's what more thing. of an what more of an armpit in the NBA is Washington.
2: You know, I will say this though: Washington has a lot of young pieces. The Wizards are an up and coming team. They really are. Um, they do have, listen, man. They they have some nice young pieces out there, and I I, I think though, they, listen, I, I I am intrigued to see what Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal is one of my favorite players in the NBA. I would love to see. I, I would. I am intrigued to see those two together. Uh, but we'll, we'll just see. Bradley
3: uh, Beal is going to hate him. Well, yeah. Well, uh,
2: Al says that's not true. I got I got to know what 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 Al's saying. That's not true. If he's talking about my my Ben Simmons. Uh, Andre has been is Hollywood, but so is Clint Richardson, and he won a championship with Doc. There you go. Good point. I mean, there you go, Clint Richardson. Wow, he
0: pulled <laughs> that one out.
2: Yeah, very. You know, that's see, Andre. Andre, yeah, they're basketball guys, man. That's why they they got that they got that NBA knowledge. But John, it's about that time. We're gonna get we're gonna get right into this. Um, let's do it. Uh, 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 let's just go right right to the CD rack tonight. Like uh, we're an hour forty five minutes uh i i goose has got his phone ready you got the paper down i think we've already established listen we are going to talk more nba for everybody listening nba preview show heat ratio sports uh alan andre i'll get with you guys about a time see what's comfortable with you guys and, and we'll roll for about an hour talk all nba on thursday night so uh bust out name bro <laughs> he said al wants me to bust out a listen I, you know, again, I'm not a dating person. I'm just telling you, honestly, that I have a guy. And again, this is, you got to remember something now. This is he the knows kid a guy. Who went to
0: school with him. He knows a I guy. Got a guy. Yeah, you got I got a guy. I know a
2: guy. I know a guy. And he just, he was, he was there getting his master's degree at an older age, put it that way. And I mean, so maybe it's just, you know, it's the demeanor. Maybe, it, you know, it's the age factor. I don't know, but. I'll tell you what. Some of the something he said, it kind of looks like that, right? It kind of looks like that to me. Just saying, I'm going by body language, brother. Going by body language. All right, John. Let's go. Let's go. Let's roll this. Um. So Andre's already getting in with a four eleven. Andre's got four eleven. Oh, Al says no. I was talking about Andre. Okay. Uh, well, we, 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 Al and Andre, are going to have some good times on Thursday. That's for damn sure. We got Mike.
1: This is going to be a tough one. All right. <laughs> See the range again, John. I want to make sure I get this right. One through five, and then one through 30.
0: That's what I thought. It was 30. All right. So we're going to go. We're going to go 525. Oh, I like that. And if we pull something out. That's it, man. 525. I'm going to play the number, John. That's the winner. Let's go rack two, number
3: one.
2: Dave likes saying rack. <laughs> <laughs> I got-
3: <laughs>
2: This one is for Doug Peterson. We're going to go 420. Boom.
3: <laughs> 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 Wake and that- cake, Dougie.
2: Yeah. We're going to go Doug Peterson
3: 420. All right. Wake and bake. A-
0: <laughs> you know, could you imagine after a loss knowing that he has to go and deal with questions from like, you know, oh. guys like Howard Eskin? They're not going to, this guy's like, they're not going to let him off the hook with easy questions. Howard no. Eskin, every, they're all going to ask pretty tough questions. I mean, nobody really kills him—not too much. No, he killed yeah. Andy Reid a lot more. I mean, Doug gets a pass because he did win the Super Bowl. So I feel like the Philadelphia journalistic community may go a little bit easy on Mister Peterson. But I well, think if he keeps losing, his luck is going well, to start. out. Like, remember
2: who's the me meet- Remember who got thrown out of the press box? Was
0: it was Jeff McLean? Was it
2: <laughs> or was it Les Bowen? It was.
0: It was either Les Bowen or Jeff McLean. I forgot. Somebody forget. got
2: thrown out
3: of the press box. did they, yeah, they fight Les- each other? Didn't those two go after each other? Something
2: happened.
0: I remember Les Bowen and Andy Reid really getting into it. I don't know if he was thrown out or not. Hey, hey,
2: John, we got a a late entry, 5-4 for Al,
1: 5-4. Take your earbuds out.
2: Oh, yeah. Look,
1: can he reach? I I can see 5-4 from here. Oh, yeah? 5-4 is Joe.
2: Joe? Wow, that's an R&B joint.
0: Oh, I thought he said Fat Joe.
2: I want to know. Is it or is is that I want to know by Joe? Oh, Rich says it was less. Uh, it was it was I, less. So what do we I, got here, John? This uh, is this is house
1: pick, right? Five five four was not Joe. Uh oh, that was five three. Oh five, God, four is Montel Jordan. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wow! Is that this is how it's we a, do it? No, this is I think just a single. What what, is, what song what is it? it? Wait, featuring it. Slick Rick. I like. I was going
3: to say, who's the other guy on the cover?
1: Slick Rick. Wow. Montel. So Jordan Montel and Jordan
0: Slick and Slick Rick. W- w- really?
1: Called I like. Yes. That that's the five four.
3: There's no way you're finding that Googs. That doesn't exist.
0: Oh, it's here. I already no. got it. Yeah, I queued it up already. It's here. Listen, hold on. You guys remember this?
2: Yeah. Oh, Okay.
0: Yeah, I remember this.
2: Yeah, I remember that. Oh, this is a great song. Yeah,
0: come on, nice, nice pull, nice pull, nice pull. Nice
2: pull. <laughs> look, Al, look, Al even said it. Al's like they did a song. I know. Look, look, look fun. John's got secret money over.
0: That, I don't, man. I don't remember Slick Rick being in that song. Me neither.
2: I, I, I need to Slick <laughs> <laughs> Rick. <Yeah. laughs> <Good one. laughs>
1: all right, Andre, four eleven. We got the Bad Boys soundtrack. Okay, Ooh, that's, that's a good, a good one. one.
0: That's Bad that's that, that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. a um,
1: really good one. What was that? That was uh, what was uh, the there's best? all kinds mercy, of stuff in there. Mercy, mercy, yeah, that's a, oh, that's a great that, song. Yeah, that was my jam.
0: You got um, the Brat. Uh, let's see, the Brat, yeah, yeah, Inner Circle. You got you got Tupac, Me Against the World, so hey, many yo, ways. War G. I mean, you you got you got a bunch of stuff in there. A, that was a pretty good soundtrack. <laughs> Great, yeah, yeah, it was missed that G Funk stuff. You say
2: t- Tupac, me against
0: the world, uh, Tupac, and uh, yeah, uh, it's one of my favorite chains, yeah. John. You had a very interesting uh group of uh, I don't think you struck out yet.
1: You guys yeah. said you guys said Tupac, so that McAvally. was, uh, yep, that's, oh, that's for, that, 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 what number what is, is that? that? That, oh, wait, that is, was 525.
2: Yeah, that's you, Mike. Is Pac alive? Is he you, Remember,
1: That was like I mean, he came back his back of value, baby. Oh, a wait, fight,
0: so. we that's see. my poll. Now now we're nice.
1: We're gonna, we're gonna get a little strange a little bit. Uh-oh. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> so Dave with two one. We got some Rob Zombie. Yeah, Whoa. nice. <laughs> Rob this Zombie. was this was the double disc. Yeah, I think give, this me some, brought, give me something on there. This is this is I think yeah, present and future. This was like a greatest hits. Uh, I can't
2: I can't name one Rob Zombie song. I, I
0: see uh Hill, hell hell Billy Deluxe, Hell Billy. What? <laughs> uh, Rob Zombie. Yeah <laughs>
1: Oh, that's the jam.
0: There you go, yeah. <laughs> Rob <laughs> Zombie.
1: Wow. Didn't, didn't
3: Rob Zombie make a Halloween movie or something? Yeah. Yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses.
0: Yep. He made a couple. Sean. He he did the he was involved in the two thousand seven, nine Halloween remakes. He made yeah. he remade the movie Halloween. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's what I thought.
3: John okay. said that was the jam.
0: Yeah, <laughs> nice. That was the jam. John, I think that is the first rock heavy metal track that you yeah. have picked up. It's been all rap and all RB so far. So let's see what else we can add to this eclectic right. mix. Well,
1: this is this is gonna give you a nice blend of them both. So Tony, 420, the Dog P. Judgment Night soundtrack.
2: Oh, that's 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 Dog Peterson's truth right there. Judgment Night. Oh, gee, Judgment I, Night I, soundtrack. I, can't, I, can't I think it has see Ice it. tea on it,
1: does it? Helmet with House of Pain. Oh, Helmet. Oh my God.
0: You got Disorder, Slayer, and Ice T. Um, Cypress Delicious. Hill and Sonic Youth.
1: Living Color and Run DMC. Living Color. Pearl Jam and Cypress Hill. <laughs>
3: Is
0: that Onyx? Yeah, is that on this soundtrack? I don't
3: think. I remember God. Onyx. Oh, sticky, on fingers. sticky
2: fingers.
0: I love you, Mary Jane. Sonic Youth and Cypress Hill.
1: Yep.
3: I remember that song. <laughs>
0: See,
3: nice. remember. Yeah, Mary
2: Jane. So nice. Does, so does Doggy P. Yeah, Doggy P knows <laughs> a lot of that. Let me tell you. I wouldn't be surprised if he's
0: actually doing that. Poor dog. Poor
2: dog. Poor dog.
0: But.
1: Hits Is from H- the H-O? bong. Yep, those are the five.
2: Cypress Hill, Rich Sex in Cypress. Listen, Cypress Hill Rich. I'll tell you what. Very you know, we, we were gonna talk about this, but we ran out of time. We'll talk about that. But we we're talk about underrated, whether it be underrated artists, groups, RB, rap stars, MCs, Cypress Hill, my lord, man. I'll tell you what, when they they were just a change up. Yep. Mikey. Queue up. Queue how up. How up hit from the man, box. Right. What's that? <laughs> <You> <laughs> up? Yeah.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on, Tom. Yeah. I'm gonna cue that up, and you're gonna put on the put on the picture of Peterson. Yeah. That's what it, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> Poor dog is getting killed tonight. Poor dog. Oh, this was the best thing. For, I uh, this.
3: Uh, my dog is a white. On,
4: skull, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I can see Doug sit with Marty Boardingway, <laughs> and Press Taylor.
3: It's from the ball. What Autumn. does Press Taylor even look like? Does anybody know what Press Taylor looks like? No. Does he no, exist? No. Is he is he a figment of our imagination? Did Howie Rose yeah, like, make
0: what, him up? What do you What do you think he's doing right now?
3: <laughs>
0: you got to start off next week's show with a pitcher, of Peterson and this.
2: Oh, yo. Here you go. This is a Rich Section says do the doggy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do the doggy. I remember do the the doggy. that song. Do the doggy. Do the yes. doggy. Uh, Andre says, "I'll be impressed. I think we named three cities in Arkansas without using Little Rock." Got to ask Doug this at a press conference.
0: Well, you know, uh, thank you, Andre, for the question. But we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get Deuce involved. Uh, He's usually involved. He usually takes care of that department. So we'll we'll talk to Deuce on that one. Bobby O'Mara says, "Weezer is underrated." I loved Weezer. Oh yeah,
2: great group, man. Are are they still active? I think they are. Yeah. Wow. Weezer. Uh, uh, that I mean, that was uh, that that alternative scene was in, uh, so underrated People don't talk about that enough. And we talk a lot of rap and hip hop on the song. But that 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 alternative scene where like Green Day came out and I, it was like unbelievable. It's a group after smashing pumpkins and a group at the group just took over. for. Well, what
0: opinion. what year was that like when that all hit? Was that I, early, like late 90s into the mid 2000s? Or I think it was like mid midnight. like Ninety five. Ninety six. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. Right John? Even, yeah. even a little bit earlier, maybe about, like even around like ninety-three, East 4, East. four.
0: Yes. Yeah. Nirvana. Nirvana yeah. was ninety-three, ninety-four. Right. But yeah. then when, when all that happened, I was just knee-deep, really into hip hop because that was the golden Me age. Me too. Like I, didn't, yeah. I missed all of that genre, all of it. I didn't, well, I didn't listen to most of. it. Well, that, that was the issue. The hip hop was so good that we didn't
2: really want to listen to anything else, you know. And when somebody did, it was like. Hey, what is that like you know i'm listening to WooWare, wear bro like I, I i you know what i mean like yeah i mean that that, that was a difference back then I mean, you know it was the biggie it's funny I, I i was scrolling through it was like nothing says hip-hop than watching biggie MC and juicy at the 1993 mtv spring break rocking a pair of tim's jeans and a sweater and it's like 95 degrees out like and that was just that 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 was hip hop back then, man.
0: Yeah, but you, you have to understand when that was happening, we were just coming off the ride from Dr. Dre and the chronic. And that's when Snoop really came on board. So when Biggie started bringing most of the action back to the east, Wu-Tang Clan already started it around 93. And that sort of was because it was all West Coast up until that point. So you figure between 90 and 96, 97, There were so many amazing rap groups out. I mean, it was all over the place, and we were getting hit with all this different type of subgenre into the rap movement. It was amazing. That'll never be duplicated. I don't think.
3: My crowd, where we were, we were into the alternative rock. Now, now, Dave,
2: is this sound? Andre says 97 to 2003, uh, and Bobby says ninety to 2002. They sound about right. I think that's kind
3: of... High point for 98, but it definitely started like smell. I remember distinctly when Nirvana came out with Smells Like Teen Spirit, and that seemed to be like Pearl Jam and uh, you know, all those groups like that, uh, Chili Peppers, really yeah, started, called, like, it really started to hit the mainstream. And, and for me, we listened to rap, but not as hardcore as you guys did, and uh, our group was into alternative, and uh, right. That's because you
2: were Fox Chase, so you were closer to the suburbs. I was, I was was a hood. I was all straight hood, bro. I grew up in hood. Same. Yeah, me and Mike were from the ghetto, man. We, 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 we. That's what we lived on. There wasn't anything else. I mean, you didn't even have a choice. Nah, it was, it was, it was getting high, getting smashed. You know, and listening to rap. I mean, that's what we did. Yeah, you know, I remember. I remember writing, making mixtapes all day long with the with the dual cassette deck.
0: Like that's all I did.
2: I just wanted to make mixtapes. Some
0: amazing it was, music came out of that out of that genre. And you're right, there was no internet. I mean, you just had tapes and you had dubs, and that was it. You know, and if you yeah, had vinyl, absolutely. you were really lucky. You were really in a good position because you would get all the tracks before they even hit some of the airwaves. So that was it, man. There was. This was before everybody was online, you know, and if you if, if music made it around before there was an Internet, you know, it was good.
2: It says what Andre says, what people don't understand was Nas was ninety one, ninety two with Illmatic before Biggie dropped. Empire.
0: I think Illmatic was ninety three, ninety four. 94, Andre. I want to check that Ninety one, ninety two was pretty much that was at the end of 100 miles and running was the big thing with NWA. And that's when Dre dropped the Chronic. And 91 also was the third album, I think, that NWA made after Straight Out of maybe after 100 Miles and Running. And then it went straight to, I think Dre Chronic was end of 92, beginning of 93. And that, that's when NWA completely fell apart. He might be right. I thought that 93, 94 was Nas. And I thought right around that, 95, 96 was when all the Southern stuff started, when Outcast dropped, um, yep. and that, that whole genre started. You gotta check the check the math on that, sir. I I might be wrong. That whole genre, like you said, with the outcast, was that the you know remember that opened up that whole
2: the Dirty South, man. That you know what I mean with Master P, Juvenile. I mean these they were coming out. They were like what, like you know a whole other style of music.
4: Yeah, Trina,
2: like you. I mean that that was some off the chain shit right there, man.
0: Yep, yep, yeah. And then I think. do you do you guys know who has the most rap albums who who made the most who like
3: MC yeah Hammer. what art
0: what artist has the most rap albums
3: MC Hammer <laughs> uh,
0: what artist has the most rap albums yeah this is not something now I, I came across this not too long ago so I want to say not too long ago in the last couple of years when I read this so I don't know how I, I think it still holds water because I don't see anybody cranking out albums the way this guy used to crank them out uh, and, it, he, and I was not a fan of him. And I was not a, I was not a fan of him. Look at the Mikey Knowledge, man. And Andre says April ninety four, you're right. So yeah, there you that's, go. What you right. that's what I thought. So wait, um, Mike,
2: is this a is I, this an artist or a group? Uh
1: this uh,
0: this is this is an artist, yeah. I'm I'm going with uh I'm gonna throw this out to everybody.
1: But I I I got
0: don't two, don't got Google two, it.
1: Don't Google it. No, no. I got no. two ideas. I was I was gonna say cool D.
0: No, it's not Cool Mod. Um, but he did crank out a lot. You know what? I was never a Cool Mod fan for whatever reason. The Wow wild, Wow wild, wild, I never got into that. I don't know what that was. That it was a weird be, time it for It has a to
3: be a rapper that was mainstream. So like L O E L C or something like that. Well, if I say this, it might
0: give it away, but I'm gonna say it anyway. He was mainstream for a certain area. Somebody's got to chime in with this. This is not an easy one. I read this, and I'm like, wow, Uh, this guy uh, went right under the radar for me. You're you're making me think
2: now, like really, really think. (laughs) Nelly. No.
0: (laughs) Nelly, no. No. Uh, I kind of like Nelly, though. Man. Um. You want me to give you you want you want me to sort of nudge you in the right direction? Because no. I think if I do, you might you might get it.
2: No, I don't. Because you know what it is? It's one of those quite because you put it out there like it's a hard one, my mind's going like, all right, dude,
0: it, it ain't this guy, it ain't this. But it's not somebody you would think because when I saw it, I'm like, Really? I don't I was just wasn't into him. It's some stuff, but maybe towards the end of I don't think I don't think he's making music anymore. He might be, who knows? Ghostface? No, 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 no. He's definitely one of my favorites. He was, dropping, was like crazy. He huh? was like crazy, especially like later in his career. He dropped a lot of stuff that I had not listened to. And I recently dug in on Spotify and his older stuff was better. Yeah, Ghost dropped a lot. Um, You know what? My last
2: guess, I'll, I'll say I I originally want to say Eminem,
0: but nope. then he, he left the game for a while. Yes, uh, he's got so a lot, though. He's got a lot because he dropped he a does. new one. So I don't does. know where this stands, but I'm just going to say West Coast. Ice but Cube. He, Nope, Snoop. Nope, you're West. not gonna get it. West
2: Coast, West Coast, and it's not, it's not Cube,
0: and
2: it's not Dre. This guy is
0: a legend on the West Coast.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Too Listen, short.
0: Yes, uh, I, I, I thought so. Okay. Yes. Too I short. about too short, man.
2: Yeah, too short was the truth back in
0: the day. It's something crazy, like 15 or something. Nuts. Really? You got to look it up. Yeah. 12 or 15 albums. Just cranking wow. them out. I'm there glad was, I
3: got two plays short. too Play, short. Play his basketball. Play his basketball one. Wasn't it? Isn't that too
0: short? Yeah. I wish yeah, it was taller.
2: I wish
3: yeah, it was ex- a little ex- bit taller. No, no, no. That's no, uh, ski low. Oh, my bad. My bad. That is ski like, I uh,
2: like we got Jay Z DMX
0: E40
4: <laughs>
0: blow the whistle. Yeah, too short was straight yeah, off. Was, he was, he was hardcore, he was gangster rap. Yeah, he was no no joke, man. No, no, he wasn't. but I never, I never really got into him. I don't know why. Maybe some of the stuff that he did later on in his career, I dug, but I didn't really, I wasn't like a fan of his. He's got yeah. so much music on Spotify.
2: It's crazy. It, it is. It's, it's it's ridiculous. It is. I, I I like I said every night. Ty mellow out. I just I just watch so much and listen to so much. And I love like I I, I I will end. But I watched a um. Anybody checks it out. I'm a big Chris Brown fan, and you know it's a shame he was a wife beater. But at the end of the day, he was. He made a lot of music. Unbelievably talented. Yeah, and he does a medley. I like I, I like doing it. I like searching the medleys, and he does a medley. I think it was from like the two thousand twelve Soul Train Awards, right? And I'll tell you what, man, it was for eight minutes, and he hit like every song from the beginning to the end. It it was fantastic, and it just shows you how deeply talented that dude is. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Wow, you know two I mean? hours, oh, crazy, goodness. crazy. Uh, but let's Not end of, with that. We went two two hours of five minutes, man. We, I, 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 I think we could actually have a, a show of just music. We like probably we could should talk music. I, I we've really got to think about adding that because, um, I, I a lot of people like me. I, it would be fantastic. We should maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do something where we do some music and we get some, uh, you know, I, I work with a guy who has a lot of up and coming new artists and on labels, like get them in, see what their music's like and kind of, you know, see we who they that. idolize and stuff like that. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: And we still have to get Scott Storch in. Scott Storch, yeah, he's, he's the, yeah, we got. I, I, I want to see I John actually, question Storch about some of his wild and crazy parties in Beverly Hills. That's for sure.
2: I'll, I'll tell you what. I was working hard trying to get B West on the show tonight. I actually I actually got a message back from him and it's kind of hard because he you know I told him you know we legitimately talked about you saying cars can't read a defense and this and that. I'd love to get you on the show because he was going back and forth with people all day long on Twitter so I was like, man but it just it just didn't happen so That's maybe, okay
0: hey, whatever keep man Keep my we
2: fingers should... crossed man Maybe one day. But, uh, for sure. but listen, as always, man, thanks for everybody checking in, uh, heat ratio episode one thirty nine. Fantastic show. As always, we went all over the map like we always do. Uh, Oh, look, uh, look, look, Trevor said, yo, I know a guy, if you need some indie rap, I love it. Trevor, keep that up, man. I, yeah, I would definitely definitely be intrigued to find out a little more information about that. So we'll keep those lines of communication open. Uh, but as always, listen, you know, all we do is we want the Eagles to win. Yes, the truth hurts, but we want them to win. At the end of the day, for Coach Dave Dixon, Pittsburgh, John Coker, Mikey Gooks, Tony uh, join us tomorrow night. Me, John, Jason Sullivan, Dan Green, Heat Ratio, Sports, Fancy, Firebox. A new episode will drop tomorrow night. And again, Thursday night, the NBA preview show, myself, al andre we will get it and we will talk power rankings and draft and 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 everything so bring your nba game uh as always stay safe stay healthy and we'll catch you next week see ya